Bigfoot. Is it real or is it a hoax? For ages, he has hidden in the forest, eluded hunters, baffled scientists, and remain a mystery. My entire life I've seen shadow people. For powerful and effective constipation relief. Hello and welcome to the Don't Break the Oath podcast. Okay, so I've got a bad chest infection at the moment, so I won't keep you too long. Unfortunately, there's something going around at the moment, it's that time of year. The wife's got it, she's ended up with uh, a pneumonia, so she's in hospital with that at the moment. So, yeah, it's not good. But I did want to mention before we get into the interview today that we have a new shop available on the website. Uh, Some of you were having problems with the last one regarding paying by PayPal, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, So hopefully this new one, you know, works a lot better. Uh, And it's also running some good deals at the moment on free shipping. So if you're so inclined, please check it out. You can visit that at the website. The link will be in the show notes. Or you can just type into Google, uh, don'tbreaktheoathpodcast.com and look for www.don'tbreaktheoathpodcast.com. Uh, and you'll see the support shop on there. Uh, right, so today we have Gary Parker on. Now, I'll let Gary explain a lot of what he's going to be talking about himself because my voice is going to give out at any moment. But essentially, he started off in real estate. He wanted to do something altruistic. altruistic and he came up with the idea of rebuilding the pyramids. Um, yeah, why not? So, he starts looking into that. He gets some backing from some serious uh, money people Uh, and then when he starts looking into photographs he sees what he believes is a message now these photographs you might want to look at these photographs before you listen to the show so you know what he's talking about now these photographs are available on on our website uh, and on our facebook if you again if you just go to www.don'tbreaktheoathpodcast.com uh, you'll see on the home screen there, if you scroll down to the bottom where it says episodes, just underneath there you'll see a link to Gary's photographs. Uh, check out the photographs there, and then at least you can follow along with the story. It might make it a lot easier. Although he does explain the the, the photographs anyway. But, but essentially, what he saw in that photograph convinced him that ancient aliens might be a real deal, and eventually he goes on to meet them. So, interesting story, great character, fantastic guy and I think you'll enjoy it uh, if you do please let us know uh, we hope to have Gary on again so it'd be interesting if you you know if you've got any questions for him he, is, he does leave his email address that is in the show notes if you want to contact him directly if you want to contact us to ask him something particular on the next show uh, we do with him then fire away you can catch us at dbtopodcast at gmail.com uh, or you can contact us direct on Facebook not a problem um Right, so I'll I'll let you listen to the show. Thanks for bearing with me, and uh, I'll see you next week. Here's Gary Parker. Hey, Lee and Andy. Thanks a lot for having me on the show, man. This is awesome. I love speaking. I, I was in London one time about 15, 20 years ago, and I, I stayed at a hotel across from uh, Harrods department store, and I had a great time. It was awesome. I love I love London, and I love the people. So, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know how to live. Yeah. Especially <laughs> London, yeah. What's that? Say so London's a good place. 
Sometimes you guys are. What are yeah. you guys about? Like uh, uh, a couple hundred miles away from London? Is that where you guys? Yeah, around roughly into. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, three hour drive. Three hour drive from here. Yeah, we're oh, there. okay. Yeah, okay. we're, we're okay. in a port cool. town. So, excellent, excellent. So, so anyway, guys, let me tell you about myself. Um, like I said, my name is Gary Parker. I was born and raised in Wilmington, Delaware, and in the late seventies, I actually attended the University of Delaware, and uh, and I um, moved out to California, Los Angeles. In the late 70s, I got into real estate, and uh, I started uh, you know, building some homes. I got into development, real estate development, and uh, then I was lucky enough to have met some people, and uh, and I started writing scripts for Hollywood, and uh, I was lucky enough to sell a couple. And I got together with a writing partner of mine named Marjorie Rose, and we started a production company, and uh, we had one movie made. It was called Thank Heaven. And it starred Jenny McCarthy, and uh, it was great. We got paid, and the checks went through, so so that was good. And and uh, and then um, uh, what happened was was uh, I lived in a place called Sherman Oaks, California, for about thirty thirty five years, and then uh, I I moved out to a warmer place called Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, you know, guys, I'm still I'm I've been in the Writers Guild for the past twenty two years, the um, uh, Writers Guild of America. And it's a union, all that kind of stuff. And um, okay. And then what happened was was I'm always trying to come up with ideas, and I still have a couple projects that are in development with a couple production companies. And uh, and I'm always coming up with ideas. So I one day I was saying, well, you know, how can I somehow be part of some world peace? What idea could I come up with to for world peace? And I said, you know, what would be really cool is to maybe. Raise globally crowdfund, raise some money to restore the Great Pyramid and Sphinx, like a world project. Everybody gets involved. Every country throughout the world, they, they chip in money. And, and, and we, because whenever you look at the Great Pyramid and the Sphinx, those things are falling apart. Don't you guys agree? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. You know, what the thing is, is, is Egypt is $284 billion in debt. They can't afford anything. And they have rolling blackouts throughout Cairo. Yeah, yeah. So the thing is, is I thought, well, you know what? And plus, Egypt thinks the world hates them, you know, because of the terrorist thing and all that kind of stuff. But we don't. We, who doesn't love the Great Pyramid and the Sphinx? So what happens is, it's I think, well, you know what? I, I, I think this is a cool idea, but I need some I need some seed money, some startup money. So what I did was I went and I pitched it to a couple of Hollywood producer friends of mine. And they go, Gary, we love this. This is like, this could be huge. And yeah, it could actually promote world peace. And I said, yeah. I said, guys, do you have any... Email addresses or contact info for billionaires. That's some billionaires, you know, because I know these guys have billionaires invest in their films. So one said, "Yeah, Gary." I, he goes, "I have Sir Richard Branson's uh, e- email address." He'll and do. the other, what's that? I said he'll do for starters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the other, and and the other guy said, "Gary, I have um, Elon Musk." And you know, and these guys are huge. But I think, you know, guys, in my opinion, in my head, I was thinking. Those are the kind of guys you want because they think they're pharaohs anyway. Yes. So if, so they'll want to be somehow attached or or be part of a, a project that has to do with the Great Pyramid of the Sphinx. Why not? You live for eternity. So what happens is is um, uh, I get, and they said to me, Gary, whatever you do, do not tell them where you got these email. And I said, okay, no problem, guys. So I, I go, I get home, I email them. 
right away. And uh, and I figured, guys, you know, these guys, billionaires are really busy. They're not going to email me back. Guys, the next morning between 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning, I get an email from Sir Richard Branson. Seriously. And he says, Gary – and oh, I forgot to tell you guys. I put a heading on the email. It said, uh, World Peace, Restore the Great Pyramid in the Sphinx. And he emails me back at like 7.30 in the morning, and he says, Gary, I don't know how you got my email, but I love this idea. He said, and if it's not a joke, I would love to be part of it. Well, I emailed him right back, and I said, thank you so much, Sir Richard. I said, I said, I said it's, it, this idea is in its infancy. I'm going to need six six uh, months to just for to do some research and some prep, but I'll keep you in the loop and I'll get back to you. And he said, well, Gary, here's, here's the number to my foundation and their email. CC them and keep me in the loop because I love this idea and I would love to be part of it. So guys, I, 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 I was blown away. I thought, wow, this is like such a positive vibe. Well, guys, tw- 10 minutes later, I get an email not from Elon Musk. But I get one from a lady by the name of Gwyneth Shotwell, and she is the president of SpaceX that, that Elon Musk owns. And guys, you got to remember, I, I, and I saved every email naturally. And uh, she said, Gary, Elon wants to know how you got his email, and we want to say that we love this idea if it's for real. If it's a joke, you know, this, this – we still love the idea, but we would love to be part of it. So, guys, I emailed her right, right, right back, and I said, "Richard Branson loves the idea. Sir Richard Branson loves the idea, and uh, and I will. I have a lot of work to do, and I'll get back to you guys. Give me six months, but thank you so much." So, guys, I was like, I was like walking on air. You know, I thought this was like one of the greatest things. But, but I also thought, well, it all stems from world peace. So it's like a positive, it's like a resonated, like resonating positive vibe going out into the universe. You know what I mean? Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Any questions or no? Nope. No car come. Okay. I have you on the edge of your seat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Okay. So guys, so what happens is, is I put the cart way before the horse and you know you can remember I've built homes in Los Angeles. I built a couple of condos and a couple of apartments. So I know how to. It takes a long time to 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 develop the property and to do the research. So naturally, this is a huge, huge project. I I ballparked it at around seven billion dollars, and I figured it would take between ten to twelve years to complete. And when I say restore the Great Pyramid and the Sphinx, I just mean make them look nicer. Maybe get a piece of that um, of the old ancient stucco that they have on the second pyramid, get a sample of that, and then we, we try to make something as close to that, and then we put it on and we, uh, on both the stucco and I mean on the Great Pyramid and the Sphinx, and then we say, hey, this this you know, so just so it doesn't keep deteriorating. Yeah, yeah. Okay? yeah. Cause it, uh, so anyway, because I mean, so, just to just to get in here, I mean, there's a uh, <clears throat> it always. Um, perplexes me why we let these places go to ruin. You know, like we have, um, you know, something a little more mundane than the pyramid just up the road from us. We have a fish, uh, the ice house. And this, this particular place was where they used to, um, Make the ice produce the ice produce to put the on the, the fish when it came off the boat, off the trawls. Right. So it's, you know, it's a real trivial building, but because it's a listed building, it's just, Falling apart, isn't it? Yeah, they won't. They won't restore the it. Inside, that's yeah, important, yeah. not the building. But, yeah, they can't restore it. You know what I mean? It's just, right. it's just left to to go to rack and ruin it, and and uh, it doesn't make sense, does it? Why do we let these places? Why don't we build them back up and and make them look pristine and and how they should do? Because I've heard stories about the pyramids, and you probably tell me I'm wrong, but I've heard stories that they used to be. You know, almost like a lime, limestone sort yeah. of finish to them. And there was like. Right, I heard the same thing. Glistening, yes, yeah. glistening you know, bright. Is it true as also, Gary, that it's not complete anyway? Is, is the uh, capstone missing? 
from the Great Pyramid as well? Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. The, so, yeah, so it's not complete. So it's not complete, no. isn't it? So mm. No. So if we'll you could, yeah, if you could complete it, you know, and 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 get the you know the shininess back on it and all the rest of it, imagine how you know, imagine how amazing that would look. I mean, they look great I'd, as they are. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Even even if you did three sides and you left one side plain, yeah. so people could still see the original. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just you know it's just, and I think tourism would just blow up. It would just it would it would blow up out there. You know, everybody would want to see this construction and be part of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, I think it was. So, guys, so what I did, I'm going to hop back into the story. Yep. And I, But I feel bad about your fish place, man, the fi- ice place. You know, we got to get that going. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway, hey, if there's nah, anything, look, yeah, let it go, let it go. Yeah. There's nothing left of it I'll now, message Branson so. in a minute. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so what happened, guys, so, so like I said, I put the cart before the horse and I decide, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the NASA website and I'm going to pull up a photo of the Great Pyramid. I'm going to zoom in and I'm going to look. Kind of around the, the, the around the area where we can put men and machinery and all that kind of stuff. And like I said, this is way I'm 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 jumping way too uh, ahead. You know, I, I should I should be doing other things, but I was so excited about it. I wanted to see where you could put things in my excitement. So what happened, guys? Is I go and to the NASA website and I download one photo. And the photo, if I can tell if I can tell your your listeners that they can um, they can see it on your on your website. Yeah. Okay. But they can also, if they want to Google it, on I, I, if I can give them the, the, the NASA file number. I'm yeah. going to say it right now. Okay, the, guys, the, it's ISS032-E-009123. That's ISS032-E-009123. And, and just know this, uh, listeners and you guys – is once you download it, you have to click on full size. If you don't click on full size on the photo, you won't be able to zoom in close enough to see everything. So anyway, so what I what I did was I, I, I downloaded it and um, and I started to zoom in on the photo. Now you have to know one thing, guys: is most people who look at these photos that are shot from the International Space Station and they're actually shot by an astronaut with a huge camera, and it, it's two hundred miles above Earth. So most people just look at these photos and they see from a distance they see the Giza Plateau and they see Cairo and they go, oh, that's nice, and they move on. Nobody zooms in. Nobody. So when I zoomed in to the Great Pyramid, all of a sudden I see on the on, – it's actually the it, – it, it, it will look like the north side, but it's actually the south side. I, and I see shadows. But as I zoom in closer, the shadows turn into letters. And I don't mean English letters. I mean some kind of like hieroglyphics or, 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 or Hebrew, ancient Hebrew or Sumerian or something. Just some wild-looking letters. And I said, oh, my god, those are letters. And they're almost as big as the pyramid. Now, if you guys have um, the photos uh, from uh, Gary Parker Midnight in the Desert uh, set up there, yep. uh, you can see. You can see. Oh, was I allowed to mention that that your that your fans can go to that? Or, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, guys, uh, listeners, if you, if you you can also find these these um, these photos and my drawings on um, on Gary Parker Midnight in the Desert. You can always Google that too. But go to the go go to 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 Lee and Andy's website first. So anyway, guys, so as I zoom in, like I said, I see these letters. And can you guys see them if you if 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 you if you scroll yep. down, go all the way down to the bottom and yep. you'll see the ones I had written. And you see on the right-hand side it looks like a big G and a big Y. Do you see that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Okay. Yep. So what happens is, is I see those and I write them down and I say, uh, on a piece of paper, I take a picture with my phone and I send them to some Aramaic scholars, some Judaic scholars and some Egyptologists in Egypt. Now that one Judaic scholar down here at the University of Arizona, which is only an hour and a half away from me, I send it to him and I said to them, I said, do, do these say anything? Do, are these words? Can anybody translate these for me? But naturally, guys, because it had to do with the Great Pyramid, I didn't tell them it was in Egypt because they think you're nuts, right? Yeah. Right. So what happens is, so I send it to them, and um, the next day I get an email from a very famous Egyptologist who actually lives in, in Egypt, and she's she is actually the head Egyptologist at the American University in Cairo, at Cairo. And her name is Salima Ikram, Dr. Salima Ikram. And she emails me back and she goes, Gary, where did you find these? And I said, I found them in a NASA photo of the Great Pyramid uh, of the Giza Plateau. And she said, would you send me the photo and will you circle the letters? So I did. I did it right away. I circled them. I sent them to her. 20 minutes, 30 minutes later, she emails me back and she said, you photoshopped this. She goes, this is impossible, Gary. There's nothing on that side of the pyramid other than a small museum with a pharaoh's boat in it that could make these letters, that could make these images. And I said, I said, well, I said, Dr. Ikram, I said, go to the NASA website and I gave her the file number. I said, and it's right there and you'll see that I didn't Photoshop it. Maybe an hour and a half, two hours later, she emails me back and she says, Gary, this is impossible. She says, this says something and, and, and you're right. I, I went to the NASA website and you're correct. She said, but Gary, I, I've never, how could this have happened? And I said, look, I don't know. I just found them. Do you think it says something? And she says, it does say something. Give me four to six months. I'm going to try to get them translated and I'll get back to you. So guys, I said, Oh my God, I, I found this, this writing. Well, I got in, I, uh, the, the next day I got an email back from an Aramaic scholar in the Middle East and from the Judaic scholar down here at the University of Arizona. And they both said, well, we see a couple words that we recognize, but this is a language we've never seen before. And I said, well, what were the words? And one was an I and one was an am and one and another, um, 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 I'm sorry, Aramaic scholar said, I see creator or God written in here. And then they said, where did you find these? And when I told them, as soon as I, as soon as I emailed them and I said, um, the Great Pyramid in a NASA photo, they, they, the Aramaic scholar said, this is, a, this is a hoax. This is a joke. You put those letters there. This is photoshopped. And, and, and actually, I, I begged them to go to the NASA website, and they refused. They said, hey, have a great life. Get lost. The cool thing was, though, did you guys want to ask a question? No, carry on. Yeah, carry on. Okay. So what happens, guys, is, is after I had found those letters, I had uh, – I also found some ancient Hebrew, and I knew it was Hebrew because I had seen Hebrew before. And uh, if you scroll down the photos, can you see the photos that that there's like a big E and an yep. L and a W with a little point above it? Yeah, uh, you, you can see that. Okay. So what happens is, is I had yeah, yeah, L well, exactly. It looks like L well, exactly. So what happens is, but I said that that that's another language. That's Hebrew. So I send it down to the uh, to the. Um, Judaic, Judaic scholar whose name is Dr. Edward Wright at the University of Arizona. And, uh, and he's worked on the Dead Sea Scrolls. I mean, this guy's no clown. I mean, he's worked, written many books, has been doing it for 40 years. So he emails me right back and he goes, well, Gary, I know what this says. This, the, the E-L, E-Well says, God and the Lord of the Underworld. 
He said, listen, he said, you got to show me where you found this. Can you meet with me like next week? Can you drive down and meet with me? I said, absolutely. So guys, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm going, this is wild. Where the other academics, the, the Aramaic scholars, they, they told me pretty much to do drop one. dead. Yeah. That they <laughs> yeah, do one. Dead. Yeah. Which I totally understand. I mean, some guy's mailing you this stuff and, and, you know, you're thinking he's making it up, but I'm blown away. So, I, I, uh, I make an appointment. We go, I go down to the, um, to, uh, Dr. Wright's office and we sit there and, um, and I have my laptop and I tell him to turn off all the lights and close the blinds. He does. We go to the photo. We zoom in on it. All of a sudden I'm tilting the, and you remember too, guys, if you tilt, once you have it in the dark room and you, and it's on, on your laptop and you tilt, you open the screen as wide, it, wide as it will go and you tilt it back a little bit by lifting under the keyboard and you lift up, it kind of pops out like a 3D picture. Those letters will. And uh, so will the ancient Hebrew. So I show Dr. Wright and he says, Gary, look, I see this. He goes, yes, I see it. And that does say God and the Lord of the underworld. He goes, but what you're showing me is impossible. And what's it doing on a NASA photo? And I said to him, I said, well, Dr. Wright, I said, what better way for either an alien civilization or, uh, or God to want, if they wanted to communicate with us, what better way than to put the message into a NASA photo? Because it's hard to refute NASA. Don't you guys agree? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Plus, plus I said, and I said to him, I said, it's next to impossible to hack into a NASA website because they're the greatest minds in the world. And he says, Gary, you have a point. He says, but, you know, I, I'm just not going to believe it, Gary. I, I'm not going to believe it. He said, he said, some of these things that you're showing me have all have to do with, um, Jewish eschatology, which is prophecy and, uh, end time prophecy. And he said, Gary, he said, uh, I, I, he goes, I'm sorry, man. He goes, but I'm going to have to ask you to leave. I'm not going to believe it. And I said, well, hey, I can't, you know, I can't beat you up. I said, so, uh, hey, have a nice day. So, so I left and it, but he actually though, guys, in his defense, you know, um, he has thousands of students. Some clown walks in off the street and starts showing you things that go against what you've ever seen before. Yeah. You're going to think, dude, who is this guy? And, you, you know, and, and, you know, he doesn't know me. So, and he's, and I said, well, just if you can, I said, Dr. Wright, if you can, just examine the photo, study the photo when you get home. And he said, well, Gary, I probably won't do that. I said, all right. But anyway, and, but that's why I'm begging your listeners. You can, yeah. download, you can lead a horse to water. We can't make the well, thing yes. drink it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But the thing is, that's, and I'm begging your listeners yes. and you guys, if you get, look at the photo and you, and you really examine it, you will see everything I'm talking about. Now you will also see that the photo has four levels to it. The more you tilt it, the more levels you'll see. And there's, there's actually four. And on each level, there are different things. And on the fourth level, it's all written in Hebrew, ancient Hebrew. So since when I found those levels after the meeting with Dr. Uh, um, with Dr. Wright, I said, well, you know what? Since I found these levels and I found this Hebrew and I found all these images and I can't, and I can't translate Hebrew, I said, I'm going to go meet with a couple um, professors up at the Arizona State University, and that actually can that actually build software, and they're, they're these guys have been doing it for years, and they're actually brilliant guys. Yeah. So, uh, and and I can show them the levels and everything. So I make a, an appointment up at Arizona State University with these two guys, Doctor one was named Doctor Whitehouse and Doctor Gupta. So I go up there, we turn off all the lights, have the laptop on, they see the levels. Doctor um, uh, Doctor Whitehouse says, Gary, look, first off, we don't have the technology of what you're showing us. Those letters, these levels, we there's nobody on this planet other than maybe NASA 
has the technology to do this? And he said, and how, and why would they put it in their own photo? I said, well, that makes total sense, guys. I don't know. Then Dr. Gupta said, and he was using a magnifying glass. He's, he, he shrunk the photo all the way down. He said, Gary, here's another thing. The binary code on this photo are all zeros. There's no ones. He goes, and that's impossible. He goes, I don't know how you did it, how you got rid of the ones. He said, but this is a foreign or an alien binary code. I've never seen it before. Okay. And I said – I said, guys, will you help me out? Will you help me show this to everybody? And they said, we don't want to have anything to do with this, just like Dr. Wright. So I'm figuring, okay, well, I'm hitting these academic guys, and most academics don't want to deal with this kind of stuff because they have their own lives. They get to go on three months of vacation. Yeah, they don't want to have to deal with – you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so – and I, then I figured also academics, most academics aren't like Indiana Jones. They're not going to jump on a horse, and they're not going to beat up Nazis. Okay, so <laughs> – so, so I figure, okay, here's what I'll do. I'll go make an appointment with some rabbis, some Orthodox rabbis who can translate some of these Hebrew letters for me. Okay. So a couple of weeks go by. Now you guys got to remember, this has been, you know, I'm, I'm making appointments with a lot and a lot of people and it's taken, you know, months, a couple months go by. So then I meet with these Orthodox rabbis. I start showing them things. Now guys, in the meantime, I had found more and more images in here with people and faces and, and names and, uh, and buildings and it's all in the photo. And I see this one huge head. So when I get to the rabbis, we're sitting in the dark, their dark place in the temple. They, uh, they're, they're looking at it and they say, I said, what's that name right there? I said, can you guys see that head? Now there's two of them there. They're older guys. They're wearing glasses. They, they have the whole outfits on, you know, because they're orthodox. Yeah. yeah. And they say, Gary, they said, Gary, they said, that name says Uriel. And I said, who is Uriel? And they go, well, Gary, and, and actually, and the photo of the face of the guy in the photo, he has four faces. And guys, I'm not a religious guy. I'm, 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 I haven't been into a church in 40 years. Uh, so, and I kind of remember things from movies and stuff, but I, I'm, you know, I've, I've never read the Bible. So he said, Gary Uriel, and when I showed him the face, one on his left side, he's a lion. On the right side, he's a raven. And, and on the top of him, he looks like an ogre or a bull. But when you look at him straight on, He's human. So they said, Gary, what you showing what you're showing us is you're showing a thing called a cherubim and his name is Uriel and he is the guardian on the east gate of Eden. And I go, You mean the Garden of Eden? And I they go, Yes. And I and I said, Well look at this. And I, I as we go to the right, which is west, I show him this thing that looks like it's on fire. I show him two elephants drinking out of a river, and I show him a tree, a huge tree that has the profile of a woman's face. And they said, Gary, what you're showing us is the Garden of Eden, and you're gonna have to stop right now. And I said, Rabbis, why? They said, Because this goes against everything we believe. And it goes against the Torah. And I go, well, guys, I don't know much about the Torah, but don't they have the Garden of Eden in there? They said, yes, but it's not supposed to be in a NASA photo. And I said, guys, but but why, why are you giving me the bum's rush? Why are you kicking me out? They said, well, here's our problem, Gary. Here's the first thing is this. You're not Jewish. And I go, well, what does that have to do with anything? They said, well, only a Jew that we believe that only a Jew would be able to show us this. And also – this the, the miracle that you're showing us right now can only happen in Israel. And I said, 
I said, guys, they don't have computers in Israel? I said, what are you talking about? They said, no, this this should not be here. This should have been founded in Israel. And I said, <laughs> I said well, sorry about that. I said, but guys, look, I can show you more. They said, we won't look at it anymore. You're going to have to leave. So they kicked me out. Okay, so, 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 sounds about right, doesn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, especially the Orthodox. So, yes, I feel, yes, once I feel, they believe something, that's it. They, yeah, I feel know. sorry for them in, in that respect. And um, wasn't, well, I mean, uh, Gary, wasn't the Jewish, uh, that supposedly their God, wasn't he called El? The Jewish uh, yes, God? Uh, so yes, E-L. as a matter of fact, that's E-L. why when, when I showed them where it said God and the Lord of the Underworld, with the L yeah. and the W, well, yeah. that's actually called a shin. The W is a shin, yeah. which is one of their letters. And uh, and it is, and and they say, Gary, that does say God and the Lord, Lord of the Underworld, but that still doesn't make sense to us. And I said, well, guys, what if just just by chance maybe the Torah and the Bible are a little wrong? Yeah. Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> they said they said that's not that's not how we believe. I said, well, just think about it. I said, guys, what I'm showing you is. Is in Genesis, which is supposedly, you know, th- t- tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of years old. What if your stuff's a little wrong? Because I, I think your, their oldest Torah is only 1200 years old. I think, I'm guessing. And I think the oldest Bible is like 1500 years old or something like that. So, so, um, so I said, guys, what if they're off and this photo that has been sent here to show people that this is right? Man, they freaked out. They told me to get lost. So guys, what I did was I, I, I left. And I had made, I went and I, I met with five priests. Cause I figured, well, they, and not all at once. I met with two at once and all the other ones individually. Well, guys, I show these priests this and I show them the Garden of Eden and I show them Uriel and I show them all the letters. And all of a sudden, one, one of the priests starts crying. And I go, what's wrong? And they go, Gary, this is the end of the world. And I said, guys, I don't think it's the end of the world. I said, but I think it's the end of the world as we know it. I said, so I think, and I think this is a message sent from these beings. And, and, and I said, and I really could use your help. And they go, we're not going to help you. They said, Gary, we're not even going to believe what you showed us because it's not in the New Testament. And I said, guys, well, don't you believe in anything in the Old Testament? Well, they said, well, we're not going to believe what you just showed us because it's way too upsetting. And I said, okay. So anyway, guys, so all this is, all this is going on. Uh, people are freaking out. And actually, I showed friends and family and, uh, they loved it. They said, Gary, this is definitely a message you have to pursue. You got to stay on it. But then I also showed other religious people and guys, I, I live in a small town here in, in, in Arizona and they actually walk on the other side of the road when they see me. They, they, they won't, they won't even talk to me because they, they, because it terrified them. Yeah. Any that, questions? I thought yeah. that was just me. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, again, it's, being orthodox, I mean, they're brainwashed, so, um, you know, it's very hard for these people to, you know, hear any more mm. views or any more, even, I think that if, if you show them the truth, you know, their face truth, they still would not believe it anyway, because it's, it's, it's not what they've been, it's yeah, very hard, yeah. isn't it? They're expecting, you know, things to fall in a particular order. I mean, right. I would say, um, looking at these pictures, because, Obviously, a lot of people that have been listening to this haven't seen the pictures yet. And <clears throat> normally, right. when someone says, oh, yeah, I've got a picture here and it, it, it depicts right. this, it depicts that, that, you know, normally there's a quite a lot of, like, uh, reading into it where you have to sort of, like, squint at it and, you know, right. you know all that kind of stuff. But these yes. pictures are exactly what you say they are. They, yeah. 
they showed the letters and um obviously I can't read it but they, they <laughs> neither can I. Yeah, uh, but, but they show the letters just like you say they yeah, do. And, I think uh, like, the Garden of Eden itself, I mean we've had a, we've talked about it, something we've had some guessing about this. Yeah. And I've always said that the Garden of Eden uh, in uh, you know it, it was the holding center you know for this uh, DNA change. This, yes, you know, the Ganavine was to change, uh, right? Uh, I don't know what you call it, apes or whatever was on the planes yes. there at that time. From yes. that to human, you know. To, well, well, well and, Andy, you're absolutely right. You're 100 yeah, so, right. So the the uh, I mean, I mean, I'll tell you what fascinated me when I started to learn all this. Uh, I mean, seven, in 78, 79, the Superman movie came out, the new one. Yeah, Christopher Reeve, sure. Superman movie. Christopher yeah. Reeve, sure. Christopher, yeah, sure. Yeah. I loved it. Uh, but later on, when I started to dig into stuff uh, years later, uh, obviously with the Jewish god L, you had Jor-El. Superman's sure. name was Cal-El. <laughs> sure. And sure. they had fantastic technology to this and this. So is it, was right. there, is there a connection there, Gary? Why, certainly. Well, certainly it is. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, you know, absolutely it is. Uh, without a doubt. Uh, yeah, mm. the L thing and the people who wrote that, they definitely meant that. Yeah, you know, the, the, screen, so. the screenwriters. Absolutely. Yeah. But guys, uh, if, if, if I can, uh, yeah. do you have any more questions or can, can I? No, no, keep no, going. No, keep going, Gary. Okay. So, guy, yeah. So, guy, yeah. I, I, like I said, I don't want to cut you off or anything. So, nope. so, guys. So, so, what happens is, is after I get turned down by everybody, I, I decide. I said, well, you know what? This is a real drag. And, and just for you and your listeners, know, just know this: I've never in my life had a paranormal experience, other than other in the past for the past little over two years. I've so I never had one as a kid. I, I I've never seen a UFO or a or an alien or a ghost, but I believe in them. I always believed in them, and I loved I loved that ancient alien show for sure. And I also, when I was a little kid, like nine or ten, I remember that book from uh, Eric von Daniken called uh, Chariots of the Gods came out, and I loved it. I read it, and I said I read it in one day. I said this is just amazing, right? And so, but what happens is, guys, is is uh, after I just lay that on you that I've never had a paranormal experience yep. when all the people told me to get lost and I found all this stuff, you know, the academics and the religious people and the Orthodox Jews. I said, okay, I said, this is a drag, but, but I'm not going to give up because I'm extremely positive and I knew this was a message for the world and I, and I couldn't stop. Well, guys, one night I'm asleep. Uh, I'm sorry, it was late in the morning and all of a sudden I have this dream and in the dream, a voice comes to me, a man's voice and, and it sounds like it's coming from a tunnel and it says, Gary, Go to the river, stand in the water, face east, and say these words three times in Hebrew. And, uh, and, and the words were, Father, 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 Holy, 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 where did you come from? Where did you really come from? Well, Naturally, I jump up out of bed because I've never had a dream like that before. I've had nightmares, and we've all had those, but but I've never had anything where it was like a voice telling me to do something. But I figure it all had to do with a connection to the Great Pyramid and to world peace and to everything I found in the NASA photo. So I said uh, – naturally, I don't know Hebrew, so I, I, I waited till around 10 o'clock in the morning, and I called one of the rabbis that I had met, and I said, can you tell me how to say these words 
in Hebrew. And he said, sure. He said, Gary, I'll spell them out for you phonetically and I'll email them to you so you can practice them. I said, great. So he did. So I practiced them for a little while for about maybe 45 minutes or an hour. And guys, luckily, I live in a place called Santan Valley, Arizona. And there's a small town about maybe six or 10 miles from me. It's called Florence, Arizona. Well, they have a river there called the Gila River, spelled with a G, G-I-L-A. Okay. And it's, and it's, and even though it's in the middle of the desert, it's all dry, but in this one spot, it's kind of like a small lake. It's like, you know, like a small lake, but the water's filthy. It's disgusting. But, but there's water there. So I said, well, I'm going to, I'm going to drive down there and you have to walk off the main road about maybe four or five hundred yards to get to the water. And like I said, it's in the middle of the desert, guys. So, I, I part, I, I, you know, I try, I do, I practice, I practice the words in Hebrew. I, 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 I park the car, drive down, I park the car. It's only, like I said, four or five miles away. I park the truck, I walk down in through the dry riverbed to the water. I'm on the east, I'm on the east side, um, of the, of the small little, a lake area. I take off my shoes and socks. I have my shorts on, and there's not much traffic that runs through the through, through the through the road. But I figure, hey, I don't care if anybody sees me. I got to give this a shot. This means something. So I put my hands up. Uh, I, I like I said, I'm not wearing a hat or anything or sunglasses, and it's bright and sunny. It's like 103 degrees. I have my hands up, and I'm facing east. I'm looking up at the sky, and I yell out in Hebrew, uh, "Abba, Abba, Abba, Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh." Uh, where did you, where do you come from? Where do you, where, where did you come from? Where did you really come from? And I say it like four times real loud guys, like almost like a mantra. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I look up and nothing happens. And I think, oh, okay, well, you know, this, it was cool. Nothing. So, so I, 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 and the, and the water's really muddy. I, I, I brought a towel and stuff. I wiped off. I go back home. Nothing happened. Like I said, nothing happened. Guys, the next morning, and I always wake up between seven and seven fifteen. I'm not an early riser. And all of a sudden, it's I, I I sit up in bed. It's it's the next day. I sit up in bed, guys. I'm covered in sweat. I'm covered in sweat. Like my, everything's wet. The bed's wet. I'm and I said, oh my god, what's wrong with me? I look at the I look at the my clock, my digital clock. It's five forty five in the morning. And I go, oh my god. And naturally, in my head, I'm thinking. First, I thought I was sick. And then I, but I'm very rarely sick because I'm I'm usually in pretty good health. I eat healthy. I work out. All of a sudden, I look at the clock and I go, and in my head, I'm thinking, wait a minute, maybe this had to do with me standing in that water. As soon as I thought that, guys, I'd look across the room and on my desk, I have my laptop. It's open, but it's not on. All of a sudden, it pops on. It just pops on to that photo. Now, which photo I'm talking about is the NASA photo that you guys are looking at, especially with the outline in red. Can you see the one with the outline in red that I outlined in red? Okay. All of a sudden, I, it pops onto that, and, and but I didn't have it outlined in red at the time. I look at it from from across the room, and I can see that on the the whole Giza plateau. If you cut that that photo down the middle, the whole right side of that photo is the left profile of a giant alien head. And when I say alien, I don't mean a gray alien. I mean like a Akhenaten or Queen Nefertiti head that is actually going out of frame. And he's looking to the left. So it's his left profile. He's looking east to the left. And w- w- just above his, his, the, 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 um, the Great Pyramid is a little pointy nose. It comes down. There's a lip. Then there's a mouth. Then there's a round jaw. And then there's a real thick neck. Can you guys make that out? Yep. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And when I saw, all, all of a sudden I said, Oh my God, that's an alien profile. Why didn't I ever notice that before? And then I said, Oh my God, when I was down at the river, it worked. 
this it's insane that it worked. And then, like I said, when 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 I told you guys earlier um, before the broadcast, I said, "What is he looking at there?" And I noticed he was looking across at 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 um, at Cairo, but he was looking at where the Nile River comes down, and then there's a there's a there's like a cross there, and uh, and that's a uh, an eight lane freeway called Ring Road, and where it makes a cross, I said, well that cross it looks like something. So what I did was I turned out all the lights, I tilted my screen back, and I noticed where that screen was. Uh, I'm sorry, where the cross was, all the lights from Cairo disappeared, and I saw twelve lights were left. So I dotted out those those lights. I'm sorry, I jotted down the pattern that those lights were in, and I sent it to a couple astronomers, and they said, Gary, you sent us, uh, that is the constellation of Cygnus. And I said, oh my god. And then I googled Cygnus, and I noticed that the cross actually, it actually fits perfectly. If you look at the cross, it goes, uh, it's kind of up, and then it curves down, yeah. and then it goes towards the Giza yeah. Plateau. Well, you, I actually got an image that I put on top. I, I got an image of Cygnus, and I put it on top, and it was the exact, it's exactly the same as Cygnus, which is called the Northern Cross or the Swan. And naturally, guys, when I did that, I, I jumped, I, 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 I said, I gotta get back down to that river. So guys, I jump in the truck, I go down to the river, I stand in the water, I yell up those words again, and then just like I'm talking to you guys, I say it's just like this, I go, hey! I go, is this for real? Are you kidding me? I said, this is not, I said, if this is for real, I, I'm your boy. You have to show me everything. I want to know everything that's in this photo, and I'll tell everybody and whatever you need, I'm your boy. Okay? And that's just how I said it. It wasn't like me falling on my knees saying, oh, God, or Jesus. It was like I'm talking with an alien civilization or, or some beings that that have put their face on this NASA photo, and it was so big nobody ever recognized it. But you know, like a like a nail, like a hammer to a nail. It was like, oh my God, who? Why didn't we see this before? Do you guys agree? Or yep, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, did, did you get a quick response, on, uh, Gary? Yeah, I did. No, that's yeah. great. That's a great question. I did not. I did not get a ah, quick right. response. Which, but but naturally, I'm thinking eventually I'm going to get a response. You know, eventually I have to. So, guys, after I saw that, I come home. And I say it's now it's time to send all this information to NASA because NASA has got to know about this. Okay, so what I did is I outlined just like I sent, just like your listeners can see on the photos. I outlined everything in red. I I I, I, I circled everything. I had the writing, all the the Hebrew and the other writing that's beside the Great Pyramid. And but but I didn't send it right away. I sent a. a in Northern California, there's a place called the Ames Research Center, which is the closest NASA thing to me. Okay, okay. So they are the guys that NASA, uh, the Ames Research Center, are the guys that handle the robots up on Mars. Okay, that's their big deal. Okay, and and actually, when you got to remember, this was about a year and a half ago, maybe a year and seven, eight months ago. And um, what happened was was that you, can, if you Google Ames Research Center. They're the president and the vice president and the director. All their names come up with their email. So I said, well, I'm going to email all of them and tell them that I, I found an alien message written beside the Great Pyramid in, in a NASA photo. So that's what I did. And I actually sent it to four physicists there, and I sent it to the director slash president by the name of Dr. Peter Warden. Okay? okay. And uh, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead, guys. Yep. No, it's carry on, Gary. Yep. So, um, but guys, interrupt me. Interrupt me anytime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? 
whatever. So, so I email him this and I say, I found this, I found all this stuff in the NASA photo. It's a message. And, uh, but I didn't tell him I stood in the river or anything like that. So what happens is, is, um, uh, the next day, next morning, I, I get up, I get an email back from Dr. Peter Warden, the main guy. And he says, uh, send me the photo. I want to see it. So I said, I sent it to him and I told, and I sent him instructions on how to see it, be in a dark room, download it onto a laptop. The next morning, he emails me back, Gary, I can't see a thing. I said, okay, no problem. I said, I emailed him back. I said, Dr. Warden, get into a, get, get a laptop, make, be in a dark room, call me. He said, okay, said, cool. So he emails me back, I'll call you. 20 minutes later, I get a call. He says, okay, tell me how to see it. All of a sudden, I tell him to open up the screen, tilt it back. And I said, did you print out the letters? He said, yeah, I have the printouts right here. He said, I said, now can you see it? As he tilted back, he goes, oh yeah, it pops right out. He goes, I see that. And I said, yeah. I said, that's amazing. He goes, okay. He goes, show me, show me the L W L L well. So he see, he goes, okay, I see it. He goes, now show me the guy's head named Uriel and then show me the serpent that you found. I said, okay. All of a sudden there's a pause, a long pause. He says, Gary, can you give me a couple of weeks? I'm going to, I'm going to show this to my superiors. I'll get back to you. Give me a couple of weeks. I said, Dr. Warden, thank you so much. This is awesome. I'm, I'm really excited. Guys, three weeks later, I see on the internet, Dr. Peter Warden retires from NASA. He actually gets together with uh, Stephen Hawking, the famous physicist, mm-hmm. and they go to the Russian billionaire and he gives them a hundred billion dollars to open a company to find ETs. Uh, well, we okay. well, yeah, we know what's going on there, haven't we? So was that, so, was, that so, was that a direct response of what you're shown in? Do you believe? Well, now that's a, now that's a very good question. I don't know, mm. but all I know is it probably didn't hurt his hundred million dollar uh, uh, um, you know payday. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. So so, and I bet any amount of money he was thinking, oh my God, we don't want to share this with Gary. You know, me and Stephen need it. Stephen needs new wheels. You know what I mean? <laughs> so so, so I, and I I apologize. He's a great man. He's a smart guy. I didn't mean to be too. I, I hope that wasn't too crude. Yeah. So he's but pretty, it, it really, he's pretty uh, funny guy anyway. Okay, good. <laughs> good, good, good. Yeah, he's on that TV show. <laughs> he's he jokes about himself sometimes. Yeah, so. he does. But but anyway, guys, I was like blown away. I said, this really sucks. I said, oh my God, now NASA, and NASA, they won't accept any of my emails anymore, you know, at the Ames Research Center. Cause I, I emailed them, I said, where is everybody? Plus I called and NASA was disconnected. So, so, but I kept all his emails, which is good and all that kind of good stuff. So any questions at this, at this time? Well, I'm just surprised that the photo is still up on NASA's site. Yeah. I thought, I thought maybe they would have took it down, you know, or, you know, is it still on the website? It sure is. It sure is. So, so yes, you're absolutely right. But I think, I don't think they, they know who I am. So they don't know that I'm not going to stop. You know, you don't have to be a genius to figure out that I can tell people on TV or on radio that they can see it. All your, and you know, the paranormal community is the perfect community. And the, because all your guys' minds are open. But all I have to say, guys, is more than anything, they just have to, your, you and your listeners have to take some time, study the, and examine the photo. You will see everything. Oh, and if I can at this, at this time, if any of your listeners want to email me or, or, or Twitter me, can I give my information? Yeah, go ahead, yeah, go ahead, go them more instructions or whatever they need. Okay, so they can they can actually email me at g.parker36gary 
at AOL.com. And Lee and Andy, if you can put that on your website, I'd really appreciate it. Yeah, if you no could put problem. that in my Yeah, I'll put that in the show notes as well. So yeah. whoever, whoever listens to this episode, it'll be there. And they can also I'm I'm on Twitter at G Parker. That's G as in Gary. G Parker P A R K E R three six Gary G A R Y only one R. So that's at G Parker three six Gary. And if you guys need anything or or, or more instructions, or let me just say this too, guys. If any of your listeners are ever in Arizona or visiting, if they want to come down to, uh, cause I have had people from, from, uh, Texas and New Mexico have heard me on other shows and they've actually, they couldn't find the stuff on the photo. They actually, down here in Florence, Arizona, they have a public room at the fire station and I've had 20 and 30 people come in and I've shown them all how to find it and they all freak out. They say, Oh my God, Gary, this is amazing. So I'm, I'm inviting any of your people. If they're ever down by Phoenix, they can come down and meet with me. And also, uh, out of the 30 people, 12 of us, they went down to the river and they tried to make a connection by yelling out. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so did they have so, any, did they have any look? Let me just say this out of 15. No, I'm sorry, 14 out of 15 did not. But one guy about um, 10 months ago, he came down. I showed him. Uh, we stood in the river, and he said, Gary, I said, well, uh, he said, Gary, we, he said, can I tell you why I want to stand in the water? And I said, sure. He said, he said, my wife and I have been trying to get pregnant for the last eight years, and we haven't had any luck. And I said, hey, I said, hey, dude. And I called him dude. I said, it's <laughs> a California thing. I said, dude. I said, I'm not telling you that this will work. I don't know if it will work. He goes, no, 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 I understand. I said, but, but he goes, I want to give it a try. I said, well, then just say those words in Hebrew. I said, and then just ask whatever you want to ask, but say it loud. Look up to these guys. He did it, right? He calls me maybe 10 months later and he says, Gary, my wife had twins. I said, what? He goes, yeah. He goes, I can't believe it. He goes, Gary, we tried that. What is it called when when you try to, with science, with the, putting the eggs in, you do all that stuff? Yeah, artificial insemination. We yeah, call it so, over. Yeah. Yeah. All that didn't take. He said, Gary, it worked, and we have twins, a boy and a girl now. I go, you're kidding me. He goes, no. He goes, thank you. I go, I go dude, don't thank me. I go, it was the river. I, I didn't hold his hand. I didn't stand in the water with him. You know. Did he call, so, did he call the boy Gary? That's funny. That's funny. I think he called it that. That's what they said. So, so, no, but guys, it just blows me away. So, so anyway, so yes, that one time, I guess it did work. So, but I'm inviting. That's good though, that it was only one out of 15, because you think, you know, because if you think everybody that's coming there, because people have a perception that everyone's coming to see you is is a nutcase kind of thing. But obviously, if them 15 people then went and did it and only one of them, had an experience, then obviously that lends weight to them being I mean, just, just what, normal are, people. Are they not? Are right. they, I mean, these people must have different uh, ideas when they come to you, Gary. Not say, obviously, to hear the voices or to see the beings, or they must uh, want something else. So, is it just all, or do they want the same thing to have the same experience? I think. I think yes. That's what I found. That's all. All, all they wanted was that. And you know, I don't charge anything, so it's all free. Yeah. You, know, you have to pay for your gas and your lodging or whatever. But you come down. I don't charge anything. And uh, and uh, it, I think they just wanted to feel the experience of being in the water because you know, anytime you you look at the Bible or any movies, it, it seems like Jesus and all those guys were always in water. They were always connected. So there's an old. Or there's a saying that water is the universal conduit between planes. 
means. Yeah. And I totally believe that. And I think that's how I made the connection. And guys, you got to remember, since that first time, I've been down to that river between 50 and 60 times. You know, I was going down like once a week. So, uh, and uh, just saying, if there's anything I can do or any, any way I can help, uh, you know, I'm your boy, uh, you know, send me messages. And so, 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 but then guys, it's even going to get weirder. It's going to get completely weirder. Um, are there any questions before it gets weirder? No, get to the weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quick. Let's, let's get to the weird. Yeah. So guys, so all this stuff is going on. I'm showing people and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, a year goes by. And now, uh, now here's one thing I have to tell you and your listeners too, guys. That photo, the photo was taken by NASA on July 25th. 2012, but it was downloaded onto the internet on July 26th, the next day, 2012. Okay. Okay. So, and, and now you got to know now that might not sound like a, an important date, but it will in a second. But also remember, on July July 26, 2012, that NASA photo it was downloaded onto NASA's website and onto the internet. But on December 21st, 2012, the Mayan calendar ended. Okay. Yeah. So what happened was was when that happened. Now you got to remember, I didn't find the photo until 2015. I didn't realize what it was until 2015. So what happens is is, is when I saw those dates and I realized that one date when when the Mayan the Mayan calendar ended, I naturally went to a website to look at the sun and moon pyramid in Mexico City, just north of Mexico City, to see if I could find any writing there. Well, yes, I did. I zoomed in on the sun and moon pyramid, and I found the same letters, not written the same in the same way, but but there was they, they were they they were alike. They were exactly alike, not the same message. But I said, "Oh my God!" I said, "There's the message written beside the sun and moon pyramid. That's right beside the Great Pyramid." But because there's so much there's so much work to do with the Great Pyramid and the Sphinx and and the Giza Plateau, I said that's got to I got to put that on the back burner. I also had to I had gotten emails from Elon Musk, Gwyneth Shotwell, and uh, Sir Richard Branson, and they said, Gary, what's happening with the restoration? And I said, guys, I found a message. That's more important than restoring the Great Pyramid. I had to put it on the back burner. But it was so nice to get emails them saying that they were still interested. You know what I mean? Yeah. But guys, this the, the, what I'm telling you and your listeners is far more important than restoring the Great Pyramid and the Sphinx. So, and 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 this is this is where it comes in. This is the weird part. This is the most exciting part. All of a sudden, it's it's the morning of July 26, 2016. Again, July 26. The same year, okay, from July 26, 2012. Now it's July 26, 2016. Uh, and I had never heard any more voices or anything like that except for this morning. This morning, it's, it's early in the morning. It's still dark out. I hear the same voice, a guy's voice, and it says, Gary, go to the river today. So naturally, I think, okay, I'm going to go to the river today. You guys got to remember, I had been down to the river probably between 30 and 35, 37, 38 times. And uh, so I, I get in the truck. It's maybe 12 o'clock. You know, it's July 26th, so it's really hot outside. I go down. I take my shoes and socks off. Put my hands up. I say, I say the Hebrew stuff, and then I ask, hey, what? Anything you want to show me? Now, all of a sudden, guys, up in the sky, I see like a. It's like, and remember, I'm I'm out in the middle of the desert, and it's completely. There's nobody there. Okay, it's in the. You're in the middle of the desert. So. I look up at the sky and I start to see kind of like a circular pattern way high up in the sky. It almost looks like crystals or like mirrors moving around, like in a circular motion. All of a sudden, that circular motion 
like almost like a like a sphere. It starts to move to the left, which is north, and it's and it moves over, and it's above. And I'm going to say maybe um, maybe about a hundred feet, maybe thirty, forty, fifty feet above the water. And it's kind of and it's just moving like circular, like a pattern. And I'm thinking, finally, I'm going to see something. And and also, it's it's actually. 30, 20 to 30 yards out in the water. So it's not like I could swim to it. Okay. So all of a sudden the, the, the crystals start to flatten out and it almost, and it makes like a platform, like a platform that's probably, I'm going to say maybe 10 yards long, about 10 yards long is maybe two or three feet thick. All of a sudden there's this platform and, and what just pops, it pops like this right below the platform are two what we would call angels. Now, when I say angels, guys, they're not they're, – they're, they're like cherubim that I had found in the Nessa photo that the rabbis had told me they were. They actually had four faces, and they had two sets of wings, and they had these spinning wheels that were down beside them. These wheels had eyes, and, and I recognized – I recognized the one guy from the photo whose name was Uriel. But also, guys, because I had found all this religious stuff and, and, and the Garden of Eden, I had to go back and Google. This was like a year ago, and I started reading up on things. And there's this one um, prophet. His name was Ezekiel, and he had seen this, this vision uh, that he said he saw God, but there were four um, angels showed up with these two sets of wings, with these spinning wheels that had eyes. They, they looked like metal. And he said that the cherubim, or these angels, also looked like they looked look like they were burnt brass. They looked like they were on fire. Well, guys, it's exactly what I saw. But I didn't see four of them. I saw two of them. And when I looked at the one angel, they were like 18 feet tall, and they're they're, they're flapping their wings, and they're standing in this, they're above the water, only a few feet above the water. And I look at the one guy, and I go, and I knew who it was because he's right in the photo and i said you're uriel and he said yes hi gary and i said i said man this and guys you gotta remember i'd been seeing this in the photo everything i'm going to tell you so i wasn't afraid i was really excited so it wasn't like i fell on my on my knees and i said oh god you know this is a vision from from the heavens which it probably was but i wasn't afraid at all so i said he goes gary abba wants to speak to you now you gotta remember i've been saying abba which is father in hebrew um, the whole time I go out there. And I said, well, that's great. And I said, does this mean, uh, I said, I said to Uriel, I said, and the other guy didn't even speak. He didn't even speak. He was just flapping his wings doing this. And if you, if you or your listeners want to see what I saw, if you Google Ezekiel's vision, you'll see this is a real hackneyed vision, uh, uh, video, uh, of, of these angels flying around back and forth and lightning passing by them and there's these spinning wheels. Well, that's exactly what it was. But there was only two of them, like I said. So I said to him, I said, and because remember guys, I, I knew about Ezekiel's vision. So I said, are there only two of you because you're closer to earth? And it's, and Uriel said, yes, we're closer to earth. So I'm figuring they're going to, they're coming back. So guys, all of a sudden when, 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 and, and here's another thing too, guys, they didn't look like flesh and blood. They didn't look real. They look like a holographic image or almost like a video, like a, like a, 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 a projection. Like I could put my hand through them. So then he says, Gary Abba wants to speak to you. I said, great. All of a sudden I look on top of this platform and, uh, and there is, he shows up kind of, that doesn't pop up, but kind of like almost like he's, he's like a slow, uh, a slow buildup of him. And it's this, that in, in your photos, if you look at my photo, I drew him. He's got the big head and he's got the big shoulders. Can you see him on, on the, on the photos I sent you guys? Do something now. Can you see? 
Yeah. Yeah. Got him. Yes. Yep. Okay. He's huge. He's got a huge head, like huge head. And he's got, and, and, and guys also, I could, in Ezekiel's vision, he said he couldn't see God's face and God was sitting on a crystal throne. Well, if this was God, he was not sitting, he was standing and he was huge. He was about 30 feet tall. Do I think he's 30 feet tall? Probably not. But his, but this projection was 30 feet tall. So what happens is, is and I can also see his face, just like the alien face I drew, but, Inside of his face are between 50 and 60 human faces with men and women that all look like biblical characters. They all look like they're from, from ancient times and they're all speaking a different language, like, like Hebrew or I don't know how Aramaic sounds, but it's all some language I didn't understand. So all of a sudden this big alien and he was wearing like you can see it. I didn't put it in color, but you can, you can see he was wearing like this huge robe that went all the way down to the, the, that hit the um the crystal uh, platform and uh he was wearing a it was red and on black uh, he had black hebrew letters were written all over this red robe and his robe actually went and covered his hands which were gigantic and um and and it was like i said the the, the hebrew letters kept changing and he was wearing this big breastplate that was like it had like 12 huge um, gemstones in it were all different colors, and uh, then his 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 trunk, his stomach, and his waist were kind of white like crystal. And then it, it melted. I couldn't see his feet, and it kind of all was white that went down into this crystal platform. So he said to me, "I said, well, what should I call you?" And he says, "Call me Abba." And I said, "Great." Now he didn't talk with his mouth. He was talking. What's it called? Uh, telepathically. Like, telepathically. Yes. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Telepathically to me, so I could hear what he was thinking. Now I have a million questions and and i'm not allowing him to talk just like i'm talking now guys i'm non-stop i'm going i'm going I, I said to him i said i said are you coming back where are you coming back are you coming back to egypt he said we are coming back and i said when and he said july 26 that date again the same date it was july 26 2022 and i said will you be coming back to egypt and he said no we will be coming back to the temple mount in jerusalem and, uh, and I, and you guys gotta know, since I had found all the Hebrew stuff and all the, and I met with the rabbis and stuff, I went back and I read all about Jewish eschatology, which is prophecy and all that kind of stuff. And so I knew, and, and I said to him, I said, well, do, do, do the Jews have to build the third temple? And he said, no, we are gonna, I will be returning in the third temple. He said, Gary, what you see when you look at the NASA photo and you see the Garden of Eden and you see heaven, that is the third temple, and we will return in the third temple. Naturally, guys, that's just – and I said to him, I said, can you sh- – I said – and I asked him, I asked him, and I'm talking with my mouth. I'm not talking through my brain uh, so or telepathically. I said, can you show me what the third temple will look like? Because I see the photo of it, but I don't know how it's going to come out of the sky. So, guys, he puts this image in my head. And you gotta remember, I'm a screenwriter. So, uh, the first thing I thought of was, did you guys ever see that movie called The Day the Earth Stood Still with Keanu Reeves? Um, I haven't seen that movie. Yeah, that was, it was a remake that won it. That was a... Exactly. Well, in the the movie, Keanu Reeves comes down, uh, he's an alien. He comes down in a huge globe that's constantly spinning. And it looks like a multi-dimensional craft, but it's a huge globe that's that's spinning and it's real bright and it looks like it has clouds and everything. Mm -hmm. And it lands in the middle of Central Park. Well, that's what Abba showed me. That's what it's going to look like. 
<laughs> so I said, that's awesome because naturally I could tell people, go right to Keanu Reeves the day they stood still and you'll see what it's going to look like. So um, any questions right now, guys? No, but well, I mean, just to, you know, just to say that the media has a way of putting things out. Yeah, I'll, I'll check that out. I'll have yeah. to look at that. You know, like well, guys, you know, and, and actually, you know, in my head, I and, and personally, I have never missed an alien movie. I love um, uh, what's his name, Ridley Scott. All the alien movies. I, I love anything that has to do with aliens. Uh, 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 anything. So when I saw these beings and I see them in the photo. I'm not afraid at all because a lot of people said to me, weren't you terrified? I go, no. It was like I've seen them in the movies. It's not scary. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm an ancient man three, 4,000 years ago, yeah, I'm going to freak out. It's going to you, – you're going to have a heart attack. But no, it was like, yeah, this is happening. You know, plus I've had a lot of pre-warning. I've been doing this nonstop for the past you know, uh, almost three years, nonstop. Well, maybe two and a half. So anyway, guys, so he starts showing me things, telling me things, and guys, the whole time he's he's t- telling me things, I am listening, but I'm hoping that somebody walks by so I can say, do you see this, okay? Or, right? So all of a sudden, uh, and he says to me in my head, he goes, Gary, no one else can see this but you. He said, but they will see it in in Jerusalem on July 26, 2022. All of a sudden, in the background, guys, because it's the middle of the desert, but but out there in the desert, kids and it's July 26, so school's out 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 for the summer. Kids ride their dirt bikes and their ATVs out there. So all of a sudden, I hear this sound. It's a it's a dirt bike, and some kids are riding around on their dirt bikes. Well, remember, I'm standing in the water all by myself, like some nut. And some kid drives up, and he couldn't have been more than 13, 14 years old. Drives up on this on this on this dirt bike, and he pulls up by the by the uh, by the bank, and he goes, "Hey, Mister, what are you doing in that water?" And I go, uh, "And naturally, I turned away from Abba and from the from the two cherubim, and I go, Kid, can you see anything in that water?'" And he looks at me, he goes, "No." And I go, and, and, and naturally, like I said, Abba had already said to me, Gary, no one can see it, but I'm, and it's not like I'm calling him a liar. It's just I'm so hoping that somebody can verify what I'm seeing. So, so, so the kid looks at me and he says, you know, that water's disgusting. He goes, that water's gross. I go, yeah. I go, I know. I said, but hey, I'm doing some religious thing. I'm, I'm praying in here. Just, you know, go ahead and take off. So the kid takes off. Guys, I swear this happened. I turn back to Abba and to, um, to Uriel, I swear, guys, they both roll their eyes at me, <laughs> like, like, like they had seen this before. Yeah, like yeah. this, like this is just one other idiot we had who had to find this message, and I'm that idiot. And I look at him, I go, guys, you got to give me a break here. I said, this is all so exciting. I have to share it with somebody, you know. And, and plus, guys, you know, I'm older. You know, I'm 58 years old. I, I, very few things really surprise me. But when two aliens roll their eyes at you, it was hysterical. So I'm thinking, all right, yeah, okay, I'm a schmuck. What can I do? So anyway, so Abba says to me, Gary, you have to pay attention. You have to focus. I'm going to show you and tell you a lot of things. I said, fantastic. Lay them on me. So he starts telling me more and more things about what are going to happen, what's going to go down, and that they're going to sh- show up. And naturally, I'm asking a lot of things because uh, – um, are there any questions? I feel like I'm 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 running off. I'm, I'm oh. rattling off. No, I was just going to ask you uh, exactly what you're about to say. So yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I, I was going to say obviously because you know Gary, uh, the dinosaurs had their time as uh, mankind had his time. 
Is that no. what is it kind of trying to build upon or you know I you know what I I was going to save that to the end but I will say okay. no. You're going to be around for for tens of hundreds of minutes, and we're going to go to other planets. That's the whole cool thing about this. Because I said to him, I, I said people are going to be terrified, terrified when this comes out. You know, when this comes down and lands, the whole world. Even though I'm going to warn them, and and people are going to see this photo, and they're going to see Abba, they're going to see this alien, and they're going to see the the, the cherubim. And even though we call them angels, guys, they're aliens. They're aliens. Mm. You know, forget yeah. angels. They're and, and did I feel like I should have fallen on my knees and said, oh, you know, you – because I asked him, I said, you created us because I see it in the photo. And he said, yes. And I said, it's, and it showed in the photo that you come from Cygnus. And he said, yes, we come from a planet called Sadr, S-A-D-R, in Cygnus. And I said, well, since you created us but, – but I said, the Jews believe that, that, that God is a spirit, that he's not – that, he, that what's it called? Corporal. Corporal? Corporal? Uh, where he doesn't have arms, legs, and a head. And I said, but you do. You have arms. And maybe you don't now, but you, you do. You have arms, legs, and a head. And I said, are you God? And he said, I, and he said, he said, I'm the one, I am your creator. I'm the one who created mankind. And I said, that's great. I said, well, who created you? And he said, we don't know. So I thought that was the coolest answer from this giant alien that actually used their DNA and their uh, and, and 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 their souls to put into uh, and like I said, uh, hopefully I did say this to, to your listeners in the NASA photo. If you if you're in a dark room and you put it on your laptop and you you tilt it all the way back so it lays so the screen lays on your table or your desktop, you will see the only lights left are. Uh, on the pyramid, and that is when, when in the Bible or in Genesis where it says, and, and God created light. Light is knowledge. That is the light that this alien created. It's not the sun. He didn't create that. He created those pyramids. And above the pyramids, if you take your time and you use a magnifying glass, you make it small, you will see the picture of the alien that I drew. He is above the pyramids, and what he's doing is, and you won't be able to see his legs. He actually kind of like melts into the, the sand of the desert. And, but what he's doing is, you will see, in, from his right hand to his left hand, he is transferring souls into the bodies of apes. And it's all in the photo, but you have to – it's four levels deep. It's all this details there. He is putting human – he is putting souls into the apes, and then you will see the apes slowly turning into uh, or evolving into modern man. It's all in the NASA photo, guys. It really is. Yeah. So, anyway. But you have to – you and your listeners have to take your time and look at it and examine it. Also, if you know anybody who has a supercomputer, uh, any like you know maybe at Oxford or any place like that, if they can run the photo through that and ask those questions. I don't know how supercomputers work, but if they could, uh, hopefully it would – it would even just ask the, the supercomputer to, to, to translate the Hebrew that, they, that it will find in the photo. Guys, there are – there are so, there is so much Hebrew in here, so much that the the the, the, the rabbis who saw it, Segari, there's more words than in the Torah that that you're that you're showing us, and so so the the, the whole Bibles are in this thing. So anyway, guys, but you have to look at it, you have to examine it. Okay, so back to Abba. We, we want to get back to the river. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah. Okay. Guys, say something because I feel like I just keep going on. Yeah, I'm just fascinated. I'm, 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 I'm just sorry. waiting for you to get to the. You know, I'm just fascinated the, because the it's been amazing, now. Gary. So we just wanted to keep talking, and you know, because it's, it's 
It's fascinating. Yeah. So, uh, well, I, I just, well, I just wish, just on the, just on the, the craft itself, or what, what they materialised in, if that's a better word. Did you get the feeling that it was, you know, almost uh, interdimensional rather than physical? Absolutely. That's exactly what it was. And that's a great way to put it. Thank you. It was totally more in the dimensional. These things are like fifth dimensional beings. Mm. And, um, and, and I, and like I said, if they didn't look real, it looked like a holographic image. It looked like I could put my hand through them, but I could hear them. I could see them. Uh, they have, it's all alien technology, but in the photo, when I say alien technology, they somehow from their planet, wherever they're like from Seder, they have figured out a way that that nature is alive. All of it's alive and they can use nature to and they can. And in the photo, they also can use souls um, uh, as as energy to for this craft to move throughout different universes. And I actually said to him, I said, uh, I said to him, I said, is there a way I said to Abba that I can prove to people that um, uh, th- that that you exist, and that the, that the photo that the photo was actually created. Um, the way it was created was by the Great Pyramid, and he did. He said, Gary, he showed me how to show everybody that the images in the sand were created by vibration by the Great Pyramid. And the Great Pyramid is a machine; it still works. And he also showed me, and I can show you guys too where you can find it. That the um, and so your listeners can see it. That the Great Pyramid is it's many many things, but one thing: all of the limestone blocks inside the Great Pyramid uh, contain they're, they're, they're like a computer. They contain information that can be accessed um, by us, and, it, and because the Great Pyramid can detect technology, and it will send the the, the, the images um, from the limestone blocks to in a binary code to the technology. Uh, so, so if, I'm I'm going on to another subject here, but if I can continue just a little bit, guys, about to, in 2002. National Geographic did a special called Into the Great Pyramid. And what they did was they put a robot, they sent a robot up in the Queen's Chamber. Did you guys ever see yeah, this special? Yeah. I, I saw did, that yeah. one, yeah. This definitely. is where they went up the shaft and uh, came to a... Dead end. Yeah, and then they drilled through the first one and came to a second one. That's what they did, though. They, they, hit, uh, they hit a uh, block, but on the block was two copper hoops. Yeah. But people freaked because copper hadn't been discovered by man until 1,500 years after the pyramids were supposedly built. Mm-hmm. So college everybody freaked out. They said, what's copper doing on that block? Now, you have to remember that the, that, that the, uh, the shaft from the, the southern shaft of the Queen's Chamber is eight inches by eight inches. It's very, very small. So when they sent the robot up there, they realized that there was the block, and they were wondering what was behind this block. So what happens is is they send sonar up the shaft, and they see that the, the limestone block with the two copper hoops is only four inches thick. So what they're going to do is they're going to drill a hole, put a fiber optic camera through it, and see what's on the other side. Okay. So what they do is, is we're watching this show, um, and they have a guy there named Zahi Hawats, who the, was the head of the antiquities department yeah. at the time, and I think an English uh, lady named of Lauren, Lauren Green, who's a who's, uh, uh, an archaeologist, very pretty woman, um, and she was hosting the show. And what happens is they they, they, they drill the hole into the limestone block, then they send the, 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 the fiber optic camera through it. Well, all of a sudden, when they put the camera through it, you see seven inches away from the first block was another block, and it was white. It was just white. Well, all of a sudden, 
um, you see when, when the camera went through it, um, the host Lauren Green says to Zahi Was, Zahi, what are those marks there on the on the wall? You know, the second block. And he goes, Oh, those are just cracks. Well, how did he know they were cracks? Because no one has seen that for over six thousand years. Mm, how could he yeah. say cracks? Well, guys, what happened? Abba, when I was out the river, he showed me what those cracks were. They're not cracks. What I did was I went back home. I, 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 I downloaded the video. I, I was in a dark room. I put it on the laptop. I zoomed in on I, – I, I, I paused it on that part where the camera went through the limestone block. I went to the, 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 that photo, and I went to where he said they were cracks. They're not cracks. It's a binary code. It looks like little spiders. They look, the, the cracks look like spiders. They, they have little legs, but coming out of the legs – are actually zeros, and they're making a picture. What happens is Abba told me that the that Great Pyramid can detect technology. If we were to send a camera back up into that uh, Queen's Chamber, turn the light down a little bit so it's not so bright, you will see that it will show pictures. It will it will, it will make pictures for us from the beginning of mankind. From the begin not now, guys. Mankind has only been here so long. Okay, other civilizations have been on earth before us it will show them and it will show us as being apes and, and that these other beings had transferred had had evolved us or everything i told you about is it will show like a picture it will it, it will like be like a movie picture but it moves slow so guys to prove that what i did was this from from am i making sense i'm, I'm not i'm not uh, sounding not bad i'm too much am i guys no no it's making sense yeah so what happens is is uh, what I did was this. One of the photos that was taken by the fiber optic camera, I have there in the photos. If you scroll down, you will see one of the photos taken from the from the space there by the fiber optic camera has a 1, a 20, and a 100. Can you see that? Yep, looking at it. Yep. Okay. Okay. What that is is, is, is what the experts said. Zahi Awas had hired some company, and they said that one and the twenty and the one hundred are cubits, and that's and those red marks and those marks there are what the ancient Egyptians wrote out as numbers, as cubits, measuring one, ten, and a hundred cubits, which is approximately two hundred and twenty feet. That the robot went up the queen shaft to the block. Now. That is not what it is. If you look at that number 20, you will look down and you'll see some red, some ochre color, and you'll see you'll see kind of like it looks like crystals and stuff. What happens is Abba showed me what that was and told me what it was. So what I did was I went home, I downloaded that photo, and I, I made it real small. I used a magnifying glass, and then I drew a picture. Right below the photo, you will see a picture that I drew if you scroll down. What you were looking at there under that number 20 are three people sitting in a crystal throne flying over the Great Pyramid. And, and those three people that Alba told me are Ptah, Sekhmet, and their son who's sitting on the man's shoulders named Nefertem. And they were the people that, that actually ancient Egyptians called the creator gods. But they were the people that were in charge of the, the man and the woman. They're, they're all three are black. The man is around eight feet tall. He's wearing a miter hat or a pope hat, and it has a huge crystal in the front. The little boy is wearing the same hat, but it's smaller with a smaller crystal. And his mother, who is actually uh, Sekhmet, she's reaching out to us, and she's wearing a round crystal. But her right hand is reaching out to us up at the photo um, that I drew. And what happens is is they are the ones that were in charge 
of the Great Pyramid and the other pyramids' constructions. Yeah, and, and, and here's another thing too, guys. There are Great Pyramids all – there are thousands, tens of thousands of Great Pyramids on tens of thousands of planets throughout the universes. This is what they do. They actually see planets and then they go around and they build these Great Pyramids and it helps go from, like I said, having us evolve from apes into modern man. So isn't this wild stuff or what, guys? Well, yeah, I mean – I knew uh, a few years ago about the uh, Garden of Eden being a holding centre, um, definitely. So, absolutely, the the apes, or I think there was hominids, so I don't think there was apes. I think it was maybe a kind of like a barefoot, a bigfoot uh, hominid kind of type of creature, you know. I love saying that. Yeah, I love saying Believe me, I'm an idiot. So, I mean, because I sound smart, because I know all this, because yeah, I was well. shown this. But, but on other things, I'm not really smart. So, if it was an ape or a, I, I don't know, I, you know, I call it an ape. It looks like an ape to me. So, but yeah. a homonym is even better. Yeah. So, obviously, the uh, these uh, beings then thought, well, okay, you know, these all these uh, creatures all over the earth. Let's uh, make them an image of, well, mm. not so super intelligent, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, because we know we've got we we should have at least. Uh, 13 strands we've only got nine i think that's correct uh so again they obviously they just transformed from the hominid to the human form mm, i've got two well, questions I, I don't believe it i don't i can't really grasp the the soul thing uh yes what, know, what happened, i'm not yes i think we're you know I, I don't think um i think i think they just they were they were already here i think they just upgraded us you know for well a, a let me way. just say this in the photo and meeting abba uh, in the photo, you will see that um, that the the Patan Sekhmet, their the their people with the big elongated heads, their souls and their DNA are used in the photo, mixed with with water, and it's actually right up right in it's right in the photo, and what it does is is it. You know, you know where you see the backs of the uh, of the um, the second and third pyramid, and it's all just just sand. Yeah. You know, when you look at it, okay. Well, what happens is in the photo, it's all dug out. It's all dug out, and it goes all the way down to where there's volcano. Uh, it's red with um, uh, lava, and you can see in the photo. Like I said, guys, you have to be in a dark room. You have to tilt a little bit. You will see that not on the Great Pyramid, but on the second and small, the second pyramid and the third pyramid, it's actually dug all the way down. Almost maybe it might be a half mile or a mile uh, deep. And it's all dug out. And what happens is, is they are mixing these, the aliens' blood and water from the Nile into, down into, into, and also their spirits too. Like yeah. their, 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 um, I'm sorry, their, uh, their souls. And it's all kind of mixing, almost like a primordial soup. And then what it's doing is, is it, it all kind of goes up onto Abba's hand, onto his right hand. It goes through his body, and then it comes out his hand in souls, which are going into apes that are actually – there's one ape lying on a medical bed. I know you won't be able to see it now, but you, anytime you're in Arizona, come, I'll show it to you. But if you take your time and you examine it, you will see it. So uh, the souls the souls were brought here. I don't think they were here originally. And Because a lot of people say, well, why – if there's evolution, why do, aren't apes – turning into humans now well because you need this process this is the one process you need are human souls for the apes to to to, to evolve into modern day humans but that's what i was shown that's yeah. what i was shown yeah <laughs> I, yeah i don't think we've uh, uh we we was from here i think we i i believe in the uh, maldic one 
you know, which is now the asteroid belt, which was a planet. And I think the people from Maldek were actually, you know, here now. But again, well, well, they, also, that, also, guys, if I can also say this, yeah. the one reason why they're they're in Egypt, why they were in Egypt, and why they dug down and and it had to mix with Earth, what they do is this: we have like a barcode on us inside, and we are human. But what they do is they mix and they match different souls in order to try to find or create the, the perfect soul, which I don't think they have yet. But what they do is is, is using – I don't know if you guys knew this. You probably do. That Egypt is the center of the earth as far as landmass. Right where the Great Pyramid is is the center of all landmass on the planet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so from that, it put a, a like a barcode on us. So when they do other experiments with other souls and other beings, they know where we came from. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So DNA, almost in our DNA, it's uh, you know someone can from another planet or whatever can actually cut us open and say, "Yo, you came from here for whatever." Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. it. And I think it also. I'm sorry, Cody. No, I was just going to say I've got two questions on the on the the pyramid itself. One is yes. the you know, obviously they got to that that blockage again, that that second blockage, uh, and didn't yes. they didn't drill through that as far as I'm aware? Did they know if there was a void on the other side, or they ever gone into it as far as you're aware? Uh, I've seen special they, 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 the antiquities department stopped them from doing anything. Now, why did they stop them? I'll tell you why. Because as you know, Egypt and Egyptians, and especially the the the, the, the government, they always want people to believe that the that Egyptians built the Great Pyramid, the first civilization on Earth. And they're very proud of that, which is great. But guys, when those were built, we were monkeys, okay? Mm, Okay, we were apes. And here's the thing. The thing is this, is when Zahi Hawass said that on the photo, uh, in in the video, he first he says, oh, those are just cracks, and right? When when he saw the cracks. Because he's seen those before. He's seen this, he's seen those, this binary code, but he does not, he didn't know, and the Egyptian government doesn't know how to communicate with it. So what happens is he's seen it before. So the host of the show, Lauren, she said, are you sure? Uh, because they look like, and he got angry and said, yes, those are just cracks. Just turn the, turn it off. Now, he was afraid that we would see look that. Look away, look away. Yeah. Look away, exactly. I'm not going to so, get my so, check. going to stop my which, check. Yeah. Which is ridiculous because you know what? Eventually this was going to come out. Eventually someone's going to figure it out. And there's a way to communicate with these beings. They're going to come back and hopefully – Two things. Either they're going to uh, – well, I actually know what they're going to do but because I've had people say to me, well, Gary, how do you know this is all positive, this is all good? And I go, well, I don't. 100 percent I don't. So mm-hmm. eventually I will probably end up meeting with presidents and, and uh, uh, people who, who run the, the other countries. There's no doubt in my mind I will. And, people, and, they'll say to, and I'll say to them, do not disband any armies. Don't disband your air force. Do not go on your knees because when they show up, even the rabbi said to me, the rabbis, they said, well, Gary, uh, when God, if God shows up, we're going to be dancing in the streets. And I said, rabbi, you will be crapping your pants because you don't know what it looks like. I, they said, I said, you, there's no way you could know. That's impossible. I said, and I am showing you the person or, or being that created you looks like this. But, but the other people, they look a little more human, but this is, this is what we're going to eventually evolve into. I, and they said, well, that's impossible. I said, I said, so I'm, sh- you guys got to remember three, three times a day, rabbis and Orthodox Jews go to the Wailing Wall, to the West Wall, and they pray for the Messiah to show up 
and for God to return, for the third temple to be built so God can return. And I said to the rabbis, I said, so guys, you're telling me this. Now that all your prayers are going to be answered, now you're telling me you don't like what God looks like? I said, that makes no sense to me. I said, get over it. This is it. It's coming back. It's time. So that's when they kicked me out even harder. So so anyway, so guys, so uh, I, I rambled just then. Where, 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 I lost my place. What's going well, on? No, just a second question on the pyramid itself was, did they, the beings themselves, allude to what the pyramid was for? Uh, and in, and if they did, how to activate it, if that's the right word? They, they, they did not and I did not ask because all they're concerned about is us going back in there and retaining, or I'm sorry, um, uh, uh, what's the word taking out? Uh, uh, getting all the information out of the Great Pyramid so we can actually see it. It's not getting out. What's another word? Extracting, extracting, extracting okay. information that they have downloaded into the limestone blocks, and we can do it. All we have to do: drill a bigger hole, put a bigger camera in there, turn the light down, and just watch. Sit back and watch. Put it, broadcast it throughout the country, through it throughout the world, and we'll all watch it, and we'll be amazed because it will show us exactly where we came from and what's going to happen. Hmm. Okay, fair enough. So. Um... It's a- yeah, I, I was just thinking, um, you know, obviously the government, you know, they're going to try and stop this, aren't they? They're, they're not no. going to let, uh, they're not going to let, uh, you know, uh, release the hold that they have on most of humanity, especially the elite. So obviously they've got their own agendas, I think, Gary. So they're not going to, you know, so I think there'll be a few problems there. Well, I totally agree with you. But the one thing is this. It's going to show up on July 26, 2022. It's going to land on the Temple Mount, and it's going to give everything to the Jews first, to Israel and to the Jews first. And then it's going to be like a trickle-down effect. So I'm hoping, since I'm the messenger boy, I'm first in line. So so if they give away things that make me have some more of my hair come back and maybe uh, and maybe, and maybe a little thinner, hopefully I, I, I'm first in line. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, is yeah, it, I'm signing. I'm yeah. signing up as well. Is there a, is, is there a, a link then with the Gaza at the moment? The wars and the killing and the you know with Israel and the and the you know all this is is this a build up or is, do they know or? Yeah, you know. Guys, I think I think man has been killing themselves for for years, uh, for centuries, for 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 thousands of years. I think this that's. I think that just happens, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, like also these different, these different planets. I didn't ask them. I didn't say, Hey, is, can, is it, now we're going to have a nuclear war? Is that why you're coming back? I didn't say that because they weren't here. They're not, they don't have anything to do with it. So, so all I'm hoping is, is they, they show up before anybody drops a nuclear bomb on anybody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. So do you get the impression that the, the more coming back for the planet itself rather than the people that you know, they're coming. They're coming back for us. They're coming back for us. Yeah. They're coming back because it's going to be our next step. It's our next stage in evolution. Now, okay. now the first the first step naturally was uh, you know uh, this. Uh, the, actually, guys, it was actually a meteor from their planet with cells on it that came and and made the fish, and then they evolved into uh, I'm sorry, single cell amoeba amoeba turned into fish, and then turned into land animals, and then turned into apes or monkeys, and then turned into um, turn into uh, hominins or whatever. And uh, oh, hang on a minute. I, I, I just lost my train of thought again. So just, hold on. Where was I? Help me. Um, <laughs> Guys, I'm talking so yeah. much. I keep, rabble, I keep rambling. I was just going to say, where did, the, where did the dinosaurs fit into that? I mean, did they, did they eliminate the dinosaurs for us to prosper or – 
That's a good question. I, I would think yes. I would probably – I would think yes. You know yeah. what I mean? Because this is all by design. Even though it's all evolution, it's all by design also. Okay? Mm-hmm. Hey, hang on. Hang on. There was, there was one point I was trying to make, guys, and I totally lost it. I hate when I do I hate that. So they sent, they sent a meteor from their planet with cells on. Yes, and then and then all that all this came together. Oh, I'm talking about evolution, man's evolution. Okay. Yep. What happens is 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 then they came down and they put the souls into into the apes, and they stayed here for a long, long time, making sure, like like you know, like uh, like you know, uh, teachers. They they stayed with us for a long, long time. Then they took off. All right. Then what happens is is when they when they came back, they sent Christ. Okay, Christ. He was he was uh, he was more alien than human, believe me. But when he came down, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. When they um, uh, the reason why they use him, and he's all over this photo too. Believe me, guys. He's on the cross in the photo. He's he, th- th- there's a whole story about him in here, and I showed the rabbis that they all freaked out. But what happens, guys, is when they send him down here, it, he in the photo he he has two boys and he has a woman, he has a wife. He's he's making he's kissing her in the photo. He's also on the cross, but what? Uh, but he didn't die. It actually shows him as an old man, and it shows his kids had tons of kids. But what it was was his DNA in the photo. I think I told you guys earlier when I first met Abba, he had fifty or sixty faces inside his face mm. well he is made up of tens of thousands of human souls okay same with christ christ had more than one soul he ha- in the photo he has a he has a minimum 20 to 30 souls okay what happens is 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 it shows that his souls when he was up on the cross some of his souls uh uh actually <laughs> went up to the Garden of Eden and over to heaven. But then the rest of his soul stayed with him, and they were transferred to his kids and their kids. So the second stage in man's evolution, spiritual evolution and technological evolution, was Jesus. What it was was his DNA and his souls. Actually, he was the smartest person on the planet, actually, because he was an alien. That whole thing about walking on water and feeding people bread and everything, it's true because he wasn't human. Believe me, guys, the guy could do all that. Yep. It's in the photo. So what happened was was he was our second st- stage in evolution. Okay, so what he did was he brought all these because there was a lot. You know that, that thing about uh, Satan and about – uh, the what do they call the uh, Nephilim, Nephilim or yeah. you know these giants? Yeah, they were yeah. evil souls. Okay, that's all true too. It's in here. So there was a lot of evil souls well, the Nephilim, still left on. Well, the Nephilim themselves actually look quite a lot. What um, as you've if you've as, as you've drawn in your picture, they do look quite yes. a lot like that. Well, just know this: they have many faces. They're all evil-looking guys, but their souls remain here even after the flood. Even it, this, the being Abba couldn't kill them. He couldn't get rid of their souls. So there was a lot of evil left. So what happens is the second stage was bringing Christ here. His souls were all the positive vibes and all the all the good things that have happened to mankind. That was all spread by his by his kids and through his DNA. And believe me, you can see his kids and you can see all the kids that they had all the way up until today. So there's the, so all the and all those good souls. I don't want to say did battle, but, but but it was more positive vibes throughout our planet. So that's why there's so much more good things happening on our planet than bad things. So yes, all that's true. But but in the photo, it actually shows Christ on the cross, but he's not nailed. He's tied to the cross, and it shows him as an old man. Uh, it shows him in different stages of his life, and it shows him, like I said, being married. 
uh, I don't know if he's married, but because I can't see a ring, but I see him kissing a woman, and he's standing beside a woman, and and he's standing beside the two boys. One looks like about eleven, and one looks about eight years old, and they all have a bunch of kids, and it's all in the photo. My God, guys, I'm talking my head off. Help me out. <laughs> Go back. Going back to Abra, Go just going back to Abra himself. I just wanted to because you said like he had all these different faces inside him. Are we talking yes. like. Um, like, because I'm envisaging like he almost has like a crystal skull, and these yeah. these are sort of floating inside him. Or, or, or are we talking about his face is actually changing? His face, his face stayed the same, like an alien face. Okay. But you could see almost like like a, a film within a film. Does that make sense, guys? Like yeah. a dream sequence hmm. where I could see these people, and they look like. You know, like like biblical characters. I mean, I didn't know their names, but but they look like you know one could have looked like Jesus, one could look like how we think Abraham would look, or mm. or David, or, or you know those kinds. Yeah, but, yeah, but it's you, men and women. Did you get the impression that they wanted to be there? Oh I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, they were all very happy. Nobody looked unhappy. Okay. They everything was like a a real positive vibe. You know what I mean? Not, there was nobody screaming like "Get me the hell out of here." You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So where do you stand on? Other alien species, then, because Guys, yeah, you know, go on. It, here's the thing too. Only because Abba showed me all this, and then I went back and uh, and I looked right where he told me to look. Guys, you know how when people uh, cement a road, a lot of t- or or a driveway, you, you let your kids write their name in it, you know, you, or they put their handprint in it or something yeah, like that. Or the, yeah, or the dog walks through it. Yeah, exactly. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. But what happens is on the Great Pyramid, there are six alien beings and one of them is the gray alien the huge heads there's six of them that all put their mark and their faces on it and i could show it to you yeah so yes i do i believe in the other races absolutely there's millions of them out there think about it i wonder if there's eight because there's eight sides to the pyramid isn't there Uh, yes you're right i i I didn't see eight i saw six but just know this like carl sagan said you know that the, the, the 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 great futurist carl sagan he said if there's nothing else out there that's a big waste of space you know what i mean so guys there there are just there are millions of other other beings but luckily we get to see one now and you can look at him in the NASA photo, and you and naturally all the people that and everybody works for him. Like like when you look at that NASA photo and you see the, his left profile, he's the main guy. Everybody else in there, Jesus, the devil, the Lord of the underworld, all these people work for this guy. He's in control of the whole deal. That's him. Now now is it just him? No. There are two other people that look or two other beings who look just like him, a man and a woman, uh, a male and a female, and they're at the top. You can't see them, but I could show them to you. So do I think he's by himself? No. No. And here's another thing too, guys. I don't think they live forever. They're not they're not um uh, Yeah, not that that they live for millions and millions of years, but they don't live forever. Mm. Because their skeletons yeah. are actually in the photo. Go ahead. I think there's quite a well, not I won't got those. I was going to say evidence, but I get, I get the feeling that we as humans might have lived longer at one stage. Yeah. Uh, oh, for sure. Oh, definitely. The closer yeah. the closer you were to the source, the yeah, longer yeah. you live. So so when they say that Methuselah lived a thousand years, oh, dude, I totally believe it. When they say that, um, uh, what is that guy Enoch? The yep. Book of Enoch. They said he lived 365 years. He was a teenager. Come on, that's nothing, you know. So, so what I'm saying is, if you have that DNA blood, uh, I'm sorry, that alien DNA in you, close to you, oh God, they lived a long, long time. That's why when people say, well, it's impossible that one man and one woman had started the Earth. No, no, I don't think it is. Even though I don't think it just was one man and one woman, but no, 
it could happen if they could live a, a thousand years and they had 60 and 80 kids. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. yeah maybe you can't, you can't think in terms of today. You can't, you can't, because in the photo, you got to remember some guys in the water, there's four rivers that run in this photo and they're all alive. The trees are alive. Um, everything of nature, so the snake's alive, the serpent's alive, it's all alive, the trees are all alive. So it's almost like the Wizard of Oz in a way, but it's, it's alien. It's not human. So a lot of people go, oh, well, you know, sp- snakes can't talk. Well, not on Earth they can, but why not on another planet? Yep. Mm-hmm. It got, makes uh, sense. Uh, yeah. I've got two, um, two questions here. So, I like that you you're almost saying that they're going to come back, but it's not a case of like bowing down to them, like no. you know these are you know returning gods and all that. It's, you know, I did not feel like I should have bowed down. I didn't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I yeah. gave I gave Abba his props because mm. I said to him because he said when I when I said to him I said, but you have an arm and a head and legs. I said, you know, you're a you're a, a biological creature. You're not a spirit, even though he might be a spirit. But but you know, and so so I didn't feel like. But then again, I never feel like I should bow down to anybody. Exactly. But you have to give them respect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have to say, you have to say thank you. I, I love my life, and it's wonderful, and I, and I love being part of this. And I've been healthy my whole life, and I've been very, very lucky. So I gave him thanks for that. I said thank you so much. I said, but but I'm not falling on my knees for anybody. Mm. That's right. Yeah. I don't know if that's, that's I hope that's how it is, does go down. You know, I would bow to um, no one. But uh, the, the second, que- <laughs> no, no. the second qu- question really was uh, regarding your your, uh, your mother because obviously some of this may have started way back with her. Uh, oh, did you say my mother? Yeah. Okay, you know what's really funny that you say that, and I'm so glad you brought that up because I had told you guys from in the beginning of the show that I have never had a paranormal experience. Well, that's true. I never did. But my mom did. And let me tell you, because a lot of a lot of people have said to me, "Well, Gary, how how did you get this connection? How, what do you think made this connection?" Well, now that you mentioned my mother, I'm going to tell you this is, and this was perfect. Thank you, Lee. Um, what happens is, is ten minutes before I was born, okay, uh, my mom had passed out uh, in 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 the hospital, okay, and she was on the mat on the table, and the doctors were all there, and she has told me this story. Ever since I, I can remember, every one of my birthdays, for 58 birthdays, she had told me this story. And she said, Gary, you have to remember this. She said, 10 minutes before you were born, I passed out, and I was in a dark room all by myself sitting on the floor. And a voice came from a tunnel, and it was a man's voice, and it was terrifying. And it said to her three times, where did you come from? Where did you really come from? Where did you come from? Where did you really come from? Well, guys, when I had that dream on that, on that, on that, on that morning, and it, and that voice came to me and said, say these words in Hebrew, Father, 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 holy, 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 where did you come from? Where did you really come from? As soon as I heard that, I said, there you go. There's my connection. So yes, it was my mother, not me. Yeah. Now, did she have any other experiences that you're aware of? Uh, other than smacking me around, no. <laughs> no. no. Dude, no, we, we never have. I mean, we've, uh, I'm telling you guys, I've lived a, a pretty boring life. Other than selling a few scripts, moving out to California, selling a few scripts in Hollywood, and um, none that were a hit, but I got paid. Uh, my life's, I've, I've been pretty boring up until the last two and a half years. Mm. Okay. So, obviously, just in closing here, I just wanted to know if you, because, um, 
there is a belief for you know that once you sort of open your mind to a lot of this stuff, it finds you rather than you finding it. So, have you noticed an increase in paranormal stuff? Yeah, well, I guys, yes, absolutely, without a doubt, yeah. guys. You know, they actually have this thing where if you take one step towards the universe, it takes three steps towards you. Okay. Yeah, so we are all connected. Everything's connected. Yes. yes. And that's why I think the people come down to the river and stand in there because they want to take that step towards the universe, hoping it will come back to them. But I've been very fortunate that I've been able to put so much time into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I can find everything and I can tell everything, but I think that's my job. You know what I mean? That's, that's what I was meant here to do. You know what I mean? Also, guys, in, which here's another thing that Alba told me. In, Eschatology in in um, in um, um, Jewish eschatology, which is end of times prophecy. Okay, the Jews believe that Elijah, they're, they're, that was their famous prophet, was going to come back and uh, going to pave the way for God. Okay, so 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 naturally, when I f- found that f- heard that, I thought, well, maybe I'm Elijah, maybe I'm a reincarnation of Elijah. So what happens is when when I met with Abba, I said to him, "Am, am I Elijah?" And he said, "No," because the thing is, when I I actually asked the rabbis that, I said, "Who who? How will you know Elijah when you when you see him?" And they told me, and Abba told me the same thing that Elijah will know the the, the Torah. And rabbinical law, like the back of his hand. So that's not me, guys. I, I barely, I barely knew how to hook up on Skype. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, so, so what happens is, I said to Abba, I said, "Who is Elijah?" And he said to me, "Elijah is Doctor Christina Hayes." And I said, and he said, "Gary, she's in the photo." Well, he's right. I had seen a woman's photo in here that I saw, and she looked like a modern day woman. But when I would tilt the screen, she would turn into a like an ancient man, like with a beard and stuff. And, and, and I actually sent, I I wrote down the words, um, to after Abba told me, I noticed that there was Hebrew beside it and I sent it to the Judaic scholar and he said, Gary, that says Elijah. So I didn't know who Dr. Christina Hayes was. So I Googled her name and she had videos. She runs the, the religious program at Yale University. I said, oh my God. Now, here's the, here's my quagmire, guys. How can you email someone and say, hey, you're the reincarnation of Elijah? You know, it's impossible. Yeah. You know, she's just going to tell me to, 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 to you know, yeah. to go to hell. <laughs> so, so what I did was I said, well, after I get to be famous from paranormal and from all this other stuff from the radio programs and everything, she will eventually listen to me. But she doesn't know she's Elijah. Mm, you still not told her. Uh, yeah, I did email her, but I didn't tell her she was the reincarnation of Elijah. I said, I found this in the NASA photo. I've checked, you know, I gave her the whole spiel. I said, could you look at it? She emailed me back and said, I'm too busy for this. That's nonsense. Mm. Well, that's what academics do. That's nonsense. They're yeah. not going to take a look. But guys, now here's the cool thing too, guys. In the photo, I'm in there three places. Me. Gary Parker's in the photo three places. And when you tilt the screen, I turn into a, to an, to an old, uh, Biblical looking guy with with a turban. Actually, I'm wearing a turban and I have a beard. I know it's insane, man. <laughs> <Crazy>. <laughs> yes, I'm in there in three places. Interesting. Yeah. So, so I know. So obviously the, a star so, child. Too. So obviously you're not from here. Like you know, I think millions of uh, star children, you know, are here as well. You know, to do good, I suppose. So 
Maybe, maybe. But guys, here's my thing. If I've if 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 I'm from anywhere from these people, why aren't I'm only five nine? Why couldn't I have been a little taller? Why couldn't I be a little smarter? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not that smart. I barely got out of third grade. You know what I mean? So yeah. there you go. Any other questions? Come on. Uh, hit that, me with that something. rules me out as well. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, God, I didn't get much. But but then again, I feel really privileged that I can be part of this. You know what I mean? That that I can be part of giving giving this message out and people to look at the NASA photo. Mm. But, I mean, this is like an ongoing story, isn't it? Because I mean, this is not an end, is it? This is No, no, it's been nonstop. But luckily, I've had a couple production companies um, uh, and producers say, Gary, we're going to do a documentary on you. So, which would be great. Then, then we can even get it, hit more of an audience. Yeah. So, since since they heard the story and they met with me, they all flipped out. So, uh, so one said they want to start filming in, in summer. So, hopefully, that will happen, guys. So, any way you guys can put the word out for me or get me on other shows or have me back on your show, absolutely, I would love it. absolutely, Gary. Yeah, it's, guarantee it's, that. As the as the story progresses, we'll obviously need to um, get you know, back on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but. Um, well, well, I'm in London. Invite me up to Grim. Is it Grimsby? Yeah, Grimsby. Yeah, it's a town. Yep. It's a, yeah, and it is grim. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, you know, it's, most people come once and never again. Yeah, don't blame them really. But you know, it's, it's uh, today it's like 86 or 87. It's sunny. It's beautiful. It's, Can't uh, be bad, can yeah, it? Sorry, down it's okay. <laughs> how but, cold is it? Seriously, how cold is it? Oh, yeah. it was uh, just one Celsius. It's one point five this morning, was yeah, it? Yeah, a bit cold. Just yeah. What is that in degrees? Help me. Yeah, oh, what's that forty? What's that? Is it thirty-two? Thirty-two Fahrenheit? Zero? Was it? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I'm the, I'm the weatherman, so yeah. that's yeah, too so, cold. Say fifty. Say cold. fifty odd. Just from this conversation, I put a, a jacket on just now. Seriously, <laughs> just from the conversation. It's too cold. What? So, guys, any questions? Yeah. You can, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, if these beings come, then Gary, I mean, there's going to be, you know, it's, it's not going to be, you know, these people there with all placards. It's not, it's not going to be, you know, take me to your leader, take me to your leader, and uh, you know, I, I can see where you're coming from, but um, um, I mean, what, what are that? I mean, you got all the pyramids in Egypt, but they're going to land in Israel. So yes. I can't really get that. I mean, I thought they'd come back and actually come back to Egypt, not Israel. Have you looked yes. for a message in Israel itself? Yes, and as a matter of fact, this guys, as you know, I've, I've, this is all I do all day long. You know, for hours and hours and hours. Yep. Uh, over there, wh- where the um, where the Temple Mount is, and then there's the um, the Dome of the Rock. You know, with the gold on top. The you know the Isl- uh, the Muslim uh, place there. Hello. Yeah. Uh, hello. Yep. Did I lose you? No. No, no, carry on. No, carry on. Okay. No, no. Do you know what I'm talking about, the Temple Mount there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, there's a place called the, the Golden Gate where they say Jesus is going to come through, okay? Yeah. Did you ever hear this in prophecy or no? Uh, I'm aware vaguely of it, yeah. Are, are there anything other than heathens in England? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> yeah, there's a, mi- there's a mixed bag. <laughs> so, well, anyway, guys, uh, right there beside... On top of the Temple Mount, because as you know, the Jews can't go up there and pray. Neither can Christians because it's run by the Muslims. Okay. Yep. Well, there's the, there, there's the Dome of the Rock. Well, right beside the Dome of the Rock is, and you can't see it, but you can see it if I showed it to you, is a picture of Abba, the alien that I drew. He's right beside it in the stone. So, so yes, he's there. And then there's a place called the Mount of 
it's it's the east side of of um, where where they actually have a road there, and there's a big cemetery with thousands of people. Okay. okay? Yeah. But what happens is is all in there is all the the writing is the writing the ancient Hebrew writing. If you tilt the if you do it with the laptop, same thing. And there's a lot of people there too. Like when I say people. They had people who had passed away. You, you, you've heard that that um, when God comes back, that the that the dead will come to life or, or resurrect resurrect the dead, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Guys, that's not going to happen. This photo resurrects the dead. In the photo are billions and billions of people, and they all have names. And I actually I asked Abba, I said, when you come back, are you actually going to raise all the dead people and terrify us? He goes, no, Gary. He says, the picture raises the dead. The photo, they're all in the photo on all different levels. Everybody who has died in that area are there, are there, and they're in the photo. And I can actually see them. You can see their faces and everything. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. So uh, the photo actually is is – is uh, shows that uh, so no so so whatever they said uh, in the Bible where when God comes back he's, he's going to judge everybody and kill everybody yeah. that's not going to happen yeah, that's just ridiculous uh, what's going to happen is uh, we're all going to we're going to evolve we're going to evolve spiritually and technology uh, technologically that's what's going to happen that is it, that does that mean on this level or another level of vibration because obviously at the moment we're on the the basic basic vibration right. at the moment so are you saying gary that these, these beams are going to come and then maybe uh raise the vibration that's exactly what's going to happen andy that's exactly what's okay. going to happen throughout the whole planet where and, and believe me it's going to take it's not going to happen overnight it's going to happen over generations but our planet will become the next garden of eden but this time with people, not just animals. Okay. And, it's, and there will be no more wars and there will be no more sickness. Because what they want us to do is they want us to go out and see these other planets with yeah. them. Yes. And they need to happen. That's our jobs. And that's what's going to happen. Now, even though I say that, guys, you got to remember something. I was born and raised in Wilmington, Delaware. My family had actually came from Somerset, England. In 1658, they came to 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 the colonies, and what happens is my family has been in every war that America was ever in. So do I believe 100% that this is all rainbows and lollipops and, and there's not going to be anything bad? No. I always think there's something to be bad because I yeah. never believe anything can be completely good, so I'm always on my guard. Even though, I mean, you got to remember, I'm talking with three aliens out there. Well, two. Two aliens out there. They're aliens. They're, we don't know them. We've never seen them before. They're in this photo. They're saying nice things to me, but there's still a part of me that says I still don't trust it. So I'll still be on my guard. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Do you, do, uh, you know, just going on uh, communication with it, with them. I mean, do you still have to stand in the river, or have you? I always stand. I always stand in the water because yeah. I feel. I what I feel is this, and I actually asked Abba this. I said to him, I said, when, when he said that he told me that when I stand in water and I'm connected to Earth, and my 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 vibration from my body sends a message out loud and clear. And I said, well, then. When people are in a church or in a temple and they're on cement in their shoes and socks with the doors and windows closed, can you hear them? He goes, it's very hard to hear them. It's like, And they whisper. He goes, Gary, when you yell out your prayer, you yell out a question, I can hear you. But especially being in nature connected to the earth. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be in organized religion. No, that's great. You, you know, that's, that's positive. That's fun. But if you really want these beings to hear you, stand in the water. 
bare feet, be connected to the earth. And if you can't, if the water's too cold, like in Grinsby, go stand out, move the snow out of the way, stand on the ground, on the earth, in your bare feet, and hold onto a tree. Put your right hand on a tree and be connected to earth because that's how they get the message. Does that make sense, guys? Absolutely. Well, I've, yeah, been a, I've been a tree hooker in my time. Yeah, I, <laughs> I have. And it, and it works, Gary. It but look absolutely at, look at works. the connection that people have, you know, when they go camping and, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and that, they say they ground. Yes. Well, another word is called grounding yourself, isn't it? Ground yourself that to makes Mother total Earth. Sense. Yeah, yeah, grounding yourself. That and now we've f- now we've got Wi-Fi, you know, beaming in our ear. Yeah, which is yeah, distorts our body. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, and, us. yeah, that's what I think it is. Is I think man-made signals don't work. No. Like when, when they keep building these big satellites, yeah, you know, at a SETI, and they, oh, we're gonna now we're gonna send a wave to this. Yeah, and they don't, they don't want to hear that. They want to mm-hmm. hear it from a person, your own personal vibration from the earth, because everything in that photo, guys, has to do with nature. So, and, and God in the photo, Abba, uh, in the Garden of Eden, he is sitting on the bank of a river. His feet are in the water. So it all has to do with nature. He's not sitting on it. His throne is nature. It's a bank of a river. It's not some some man made chair or satellite dish. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. It absolutely. makes sense to me. Absolutely. That makes sense. Well, um, it's been. Oh, I uh, forgot to come. I forgot to tell you guys. You know that thing that says E well E L W E L L. Yep. You know it said, and it actually translates in ancient Hebrew to God and the Lord of the underworld. In the photo, that is written. On the left side of a lamb, that God that Abba is holding in his left hand. When I showed that to the Arama- to the Judaic scholar at the University of Arizona, he said, Gary, I see it. I'm just not going to believe it. He goes, I'm not going to believe an alien is holding on to a lamb with his feet in water. I said, I said, then what is it doing there, genius? You know, I didn't call him genius. I just, I'm getting mad now that I'm thinking about it. But it was just, uh, I, I actually wanted to strangle him. But there's, you can't do that, you know. So, anyway, so guys, so yes, just know that those words, God and the Lord of the Underworld, are written on the left side of a lamb in the photo. Mm. What does that mean, that Lord of the Underworld? I mean, we, uh, that means yeah. that means that 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 the thing that we call the devil or Satan is not. What it is, he has a job, he, he works for God, he works for Abba, and he actually handles hell. On the right side of the that you'll see all in red. It's all in red, and it's, and it's, it, that is hell. There is a hell, and it's terrifying. If you zoom in on that, you will see billions and billions of people, and they all have faces, and they're all on top of each other. They're all on fire, and half of them are in fire, on fire, half are in water. And it's terrifying. They do not look happy. So, so is it, that's some kind of filtering system that they use for evil souls. And, and those souls are from thousands and thousands of planets. You gotta remember, uh, on Earth, approximately 54 people, 54 million people die a year. Times that by thousands of planets. They have this, the Garden of Eden in heaven is like a soul factory. They filter souls, they do this whole, and Jesus is involved, believe me, he's involved. And if we, if I had another two hours, I could, actually tell you more but guys i just i'll just go on and on go ahead. <laughs> I, I apologize i apologize oh, well, no, well, it's gonna be definitely for another show I, definitely yeah so um well we'll leave it there for tonight then this but, will um, definitely be a two-parter gary anyway which will be you know this will keep <laughs> guys, a, you, yeah we're gonna tell the listeners you know we'll send out part one and we'll uh see how they you know rave for the part two if they really take their time, there, there's actually a very famous um, uh, uh, 
a priest. Uh, his name's N.T. Wright. He's from Oxford. You, know, you ever heard of him? No. N.T. No. Wright. Okay, he's very, very famous, written a bunch of books and everything. Well, I sent him this stuff, and I've sent it to many, many of them, but they won't look at it. He did look at the Hebrew, and he looked at some other stuff, and he said, Gary, how did you come up with the date 2000 and, uh, 2022, July 26th? And I told him, and, uh, and he, um, I, I was trying to make a point that you were making about how interesting it is. He said, "Well, Gary, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to really examine this photo." And I said, "Yes." So just know this: that I, I, I'm just not talking to paranormal people. I am sending this out to more and more academics, and most of them shut me down. But every once in a while, there's kind of a there's a there's a diamond in the rough, and it's and hopefully it will be this NT Wright guy from Oxford. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I mean, all he can do is look at it and. You know, and decide, okay. Again, but you've got. But it's the, nice to it's nice to look at it, though, isn't it? In yeah. The, you know. Well, if if you really looked at it and you knew people who knew ancient Hebrew and you took it to them, then you would see for yourself. Gary's not full of crap. He really knows what he's talking about. Mm. Yeah, but you've, I, I think you've still got this dark elite behind all the you know, behind the scenes that don't want this information out and will do anything to stop this information going out. So, well, are they just going to be removed then, Gary? Just be moved you mean, from the earth, taken out. That's a, well. That's a really that, that, that's a really good question. I don't think that these beings will come down here and just start killing people. You know what I mean? They're not just going to take people out. I don't think so. Um, but uh, but um, because I think their message is going to be peace and love. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but but that's what I think. Uh, so yes, I. But I don't. To tell you the truth, though, um, uh, Andy. I think that that these beings, for some reason, they kind of like surround me. So there's so not, if you if you held a gun on me and shot me, yeah, I'm going to die. But other than that, I think this that they are making sure that that photo does not come down off the NASA website. Okay. Mm. I think they yeah. can control things like that. I really do. Cool. Yeah. I mean, that's just my opinion. I, like I said, I've never seen them again. Ever since that one time, I haven't heard any more voices and I haven't seen anybody. Hmm, so you don't know when it's going to happen again. You just have to wait. That's it. That's yeah. it. There's no like, yeah, I, I don't get an email. But but what will happen usually is they will say, go to the river. Hmm. Even though I go down once in a while. Now, I don't go down every week now. I go down maybe once every month uh, because I don't want to beat it to death like I was doing. But it was so exciting. You know yeah. what I mean? Is there a is there a way, uh, you know, us common folk can interact with these beings? Well, I, I'm not. I don't know for sure, but I say give it a try. Yeah. Go if you have some water, even an ocean. Uh, but but make sure you face left, uh, or if you have a river, uh, is good. If you have the ocean, or you have even a pond, uh, stand in the water, even if it's cold, um, and make sure you're looking east. You look up east. You put your hands up, and. Uh, all you have to say are these these words. The ones that I were don't say where did you come from, where did you really come from. Say Abba 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 Kadosh Kadosh Kadosh, which is Father 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 Holy Holy Holy. And if you want to, I can actually email them to you too, guys, if yeah. you want me to. And you can say um, L L L Kadosh 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 because that's what they called God from the very beginning was with. And L means power. And in the photo. L is written right beside the alien. It says in bright, bright yellow letters. It says L L L. So, so it's power, power, power. So it's Abba, 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 Kadosh, 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 
L-L-L, kadosh, 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 and then ask whatever you want. But you have to say it loud. You know what I mean? Don't don't be like whispering your prayers. Yell it out. Interesting. Power. Is that why uh, the word electric, L, for power? Is that, is that well, oh, my God. Or, Andy, or that's, the, that's way above my 5% of my... <laughs> or is it L for elite? You know, the power? Yeah. So L, L. I, um, that's very good. Guys, so. oh, I forgot to tell you one other thing, yeah. even though I, I could continue on for two more hours. Guys, I did have one person who, um, the guy who, who got his wife pregnant and they had twins, a friend of theirs who went blind called me and said, uh, Gary, will you take me down the river? I want to see if it will heal my, my blindness. And I said, and I said, well, who gave you the number? And he told me, I said, I said, oh, I said, well, sure. I said, but, but I don't know if it will work. And he goes, Gary, I'm blind already. It doesn't matter. I want my sight back. I'll try anything. Medical reason wise, he can't get his sight back. He's completely blind. I said, well, let's do it. So in January, he's coming out to Arizona. We're going to go down the river. Wow. And you never know, Gary. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, you got to f- make sure you film that. Yeah, you could, hey, Gary, you could be a healer. I'm a healer as well, so. Well, I don't think, I don't think, to tell you, you something, I don't think, I don't think I am, but the river is. I think yeah. the river will, and the vibrations will. But yeah, we're definitely going to film it, man. We're going to film ah, the whole thing. That'd be amazing. Yeah, Wouldn't absolutely. that be awesome? It would be so Fantastic. cool. Yeah, my, my nana's friend, uh, she had cataracts in her eyes, and she she went to the church and splashed holy water in them, and she went blind. <laughs> not surprised. <laughs> oh man, yeah. don't yeah. tell me that. But <laughs> this water's disgusting. I'm not going to have him. Throw yeah, it no, in his no, 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 yeah, don't do that. Dude, I don't that's think it's hysterical. <laughs> I, don't I mean, think... in a sad way. Yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well, I don't think it was holy water. I think it was tap water with some gin well, in yeah, it. Yeah, it was at the pub. Later on, like, you know. Or but, she uh, says she she's healed. She runs out. She gets hit hit by a bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> dude, well, oh, that's now we've got to just thank you for coming yeah, on. Absolutely, uh, it's been amazing, Gary. Absolutely, guys, amazing. I loved it. You guys are awesome. Like all people from England, you guys are yeah, gentlemen. But- it was awesome. Uh, and and guys, believe me, everything I've told you is true. And all you have to do is examine that photo. Show your friends and family. Take your time. Yeah. And if you need if you need more instructions, just email me. I'll send them to you. Absolutely, yeah. will do. Amazing. <clears throat> what about the the actual project that you started with then? Where Where is that along the line? I see. I had to put it on the back burner. All, I, I, in the past month, I've done 15 radio shows. Mm. So I've been nonstop, and this all has been nonstop. But I would love to, to restore the Great Pyramid of the Sphinx. But guys, it, this, is, this has consumed my whole life. It really has. Guys, thank you so much, and uh, have, a great, have a great week. Okay, great stuff. Thank okay, you cheers, Gary. Thank you. Again. Bye-bye. Well, they've gone. No, just for now. It wasn't the right time for us to meet. But there'll be other nights, other stars for us to watch. I'll be back. (laughs) 